What is going on, everybody? It is episode 309 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. I would say happy Ash Wednesday, but I guess it's not supposed to be a happy day. But anyway, uh, we're still going to have a good time on the show. We've got a couple of guests today. Cartman. Yeah, yeah. That was was your name for it. Yeah, it's perfect for today's show because we're going to be talking about South Park. We've got first the Burtman and Carter. And together, they're they're Cartman. Yes. Get it? You You first. Uh, Introduce yourself, sir. I'm Chris Burtman. I'm a writer for TimCast. I posted a poll today. If you guys would want to see me today on uh, Pop Culture Crisis, and 15.9% of you said no. I want to know who you were. I, yeah, I want names. <laughs> I, I want, want names. names. I, I want names. names. So vote, vote better next time. What is the poll? Be, do the, better. Do just better. in general. <laughs> the, the poll the other day said your mom's a hoe. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if you voted no, your mom's a hoe. If you vote no, your mom's a hoe. Yeah. Your mom's a hoe. Your That's mom. all I'm saying. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, to my left, sir, introduce yourself. None of those names on the poll were me. Uh, <laughs> so glad to see you're here. Thanks for having me back. My name is Carter Banks, and uh, I am here on Pop Culture Crisis today and excited. I just watched South Park to uh, talk about it. So, How's life in music land? Dude, it's exhausting, but it's great. <laughs> we, so, uh, you look cozy right now. I feel cozy. Guys, Carter has a five-hour energy, a rock star energy, and a cold brew <gasps> on the table next to him right now. I don't see them. He wasn't going to admit it, but I just added him. Yep, he's got it. Insane behavior. I thought I was bad. I had two cups of coffee and then, you know, a ghost. So you better be bringing the energy today. That's all I'm saying. What is a ghost? What is a ghost? It's it's an energy drink. They're really good. ghost drink. It gives you so much energy. It's kind of scary. Mary would know. Yeah, it's a Mary energy. Is that like your brand, Mary? Oh, yeah. Yeah, go. we're sponsored. Yeah. It's our first brand deal. <laughs> That's a fantastic idea. They're really good. Uh, we have a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk about Harry and Meghan, whiny Harry and Meghan, complaining that uh, their call for privacy that they've done publicly for the last six months is being made fun of by Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Uh, and threats of a lawsuit have been whispered about by Royal Insiders, which I would love to get a Royal Insiders <laughs> shirt. Like uh, maybe a band called the Royal Insiders would be dope. Uh, we're going to talk about Madison B. Beer and the the endless swattings. If you know, if anybody knows about swattings yeah. here, we, we we know. So have we talked we can, about Madison Beer before? We have not. We have not. Okay. It's, uh, she's one of those people who are like I, I forgot. She's around. I, I forgot know? she's a musician. <laughs> yeah. I, I just thought she's just hot girl on internet. Exactly. That's yeah. her. That's her role in life. And that's fine. You mm-hmm. know. It's a free country. You can be that. Uh, we're going to talk about the very litigious J.K. Rowling. Um, well, she's not litigious here, but I think a threat of further legal action is what prompted the BBC from very quickly offering her two apologies within a month uh, over claims of transphobia on various BBC-related broadcasts. So we will discuss that. And we were going to talk about uh, the absolutely uh, insane... James Cameron, who finds Thanos' plan from Avengers Infinity War to be quite a good one. And if that sounds insane to you, that's because it is. But is it insanity? Is it just a, like old man, wrinkly-skinned edgelord behavior to sell his movie tickets? We'll discuss it. So we got all that to, to get into today. Uh, I think first, though, I got a couple of things that I wanted to show. Uh, I saw this earlier. Um, Tom Hardy says that Venom 3 is in pre-production. My only hope is that 
it does not have Naomi Harris in it. Um, she was not very good in the last one. But uh, th that has been announced here. It, you know, Tom Hardy's a bankable dude. Hopefully that ends up making them some money. I do enjoy seeing stuff that's Marvel, but not Marvel. And you know, What do you mean Marvel, but not Marvel? Do you mean not MCU? It's owned by Sony, so it's it's not an MCU it's not an MCU film, which means it, it's at least... I mean, it's still a formulaic superhero movie. They're still formulaic superhero movies, but they don't have the same level of like... Ugh, that if, comes about with the Marvel movies. If Marvel... Thank you. Uh, ...wants these Sony-licensed characters back to put them in the MCU, what should they even do? Like, is there just a time limit? They, no, uh, I mean, they bought them back in the day when Marvel was in dire, dire straits, so they keep the rights to them. That's why they have to release a Spider-Man movie every so many years, because it oh. allows them to keep the rights to it. But the uh, they'll never, I mean, maybe one day they'll Venom, never let go. they'll never let go of Spider-Man. Spider-Man is too, is too bankable. He makes them too much money. Uh, and I don't think they'll get rid of Venom, because they're, they're using Venom to kind of build out their Sony-verse of films. Uh, we've got Craven the Hunter coming this year as well. So we'll see where that goes. But uh, beyond that, uh, a Marvel Studios producer has said that Iron Man actor Robert Downey Jr. is no longer being considered for future cameos. There was a, a report recently, as, as early as, like, or as recent as a couple days ago, where there was uh, rumors that he would be featured in a couple of production, or he might be featured in a production, possibly the Marvels. Uh, not going to happen. And given the way he looked at John Favreau's uh, you know, walk of, uh, what do they call it? The Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony. He just doesn't look well these days. And he doesn't have that Tony Stark hair anymore. Like, look at his hair. That's yeah, that's, that's so not Tony Stark okay, hair. That's him? He's, that's, he's completely just, like, sapped of all life signs. Veganism. Veganism did this Not too. just veganism, but, like, militant veganism. Yeah. He, uh, he was also doing the it's thing full where of soy milk. <laughs> you mentioned the other day you were like somebody's kid at the BAFTA is wearing a suit with sneakers. Like he was at some some random yeah. person's kid, and not many people at the yeah. BAFTAs probably have kids. Um, yeah, he's yeah. just hanging out. So, but but John, when when uh, Robert Downey Jr. was at the at John Favreau's walk of uh, I always want to say walk of shame, it's walk <laughs> of fame. Uh, he was wearing he was wearing a suit with sneakers too. So you know he's I don't a, like yeah. the trends of like. Like business casual these days, really? Especially like, uh, you think either business, like business? men's men's sports coats and chinos, and like wearing the white bottom sneakers and a t-shirt under under the blazer. I mean, that's a timeless look. It's that's not. not a, it's not anything new. but a timeless look. That's that's People, a very new. Oh, look. oh, you said wife beater. I was uh, V-neck underneath the. Like any like T-shirt under the blazer. That's been going. That's people have done that for ages. What's like that's really not. weirdly awkwardly yeah. tight pants to match. That's not new. I mean, that, like th those aren't. That's not new looks. Uh, V-neck underneath the. Oh, the blazer. and with like pleather sneakers. No, pleather <laughs> like slip-ons with there. a white sole. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Uh, like the moccasin type slip-ons. I don't know how to explain yeah. it. I need like a picture. Driving shoes. Those are comfortable. Yeah, like I'm sure they are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but remember, but never dressing wear... nicely should be uncomfortable. That's that's what I think. That's a that's a I think that's a woman take. I think women have to suffer for fashion. Men do not. High heels. Ordinarily. And all. Everyone was uncomfortable. Women, women suffer for fashion nowadays. Uh, you know, that's not even true. There's supposed to be some modesty there too, which is yeah. why they used to wear loose-fitting suits. You're not supposed to look good. Oh, yeah. what? Really? Yeah. That, I'm gonna need so Jamie. I'm gonna need you to pull that up. Like that. That's, <laughs> I, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that George Washington was wearing an all-denim suit to get inaugurated. <laughs> I actually don't know that much, but could but. be. 
It's very American. They had yeah. denim back then? Did they? Um, I think so, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so beyond that, guys, if you guys remember the other day, we didn't talk about it, but a lot of people were discussing this. They are censoring Roald Dahl books uh, with they, them pronouns and inclusive language. Well, very predictably, online resellers have now started making a killing off of the reselling of his uh, completed works, right? Which makes mm -hmm. perfect sense. Like uh, anytime, do you remember when Dr. Seuss got the rewrites or when they were when they went in on Dr. Seuss? When I know that, that. That was a while ago, like two, right? Like two years ago. It was like two, yeah, because yeah, I was still yeah. at my other job when, when that happened. Likewise. So. That was, um, you know, and then of course you go look on eBay and all of a sudden it's like the price has skyrocketed, you know, free market economy and all that. Uh, I went online the other day because I looked, I wanted to buy the um, socialist, uh, socialist monopoly, oh, yeah. the joke socialist <laughs> monopoly game. They're like a hundred bucks. Are they really? Like you can't find them from a retailer. You can only get them from other people who are selling them. They're all over $90. Did they discontinue it? Uh, I, I, I'm I guessing, guess so. like, I mean, uh, imagine that socialist monopoly yeah. doesn't do that well. Oh, no. The, the people that should be really offended by the abridged versions should be cashiers, secretaries, um, fat people, ugly people. Why? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because they're just wanting to change all of these lines so that everyone is a neutral blob yeah. with no defining characteristics good or bad yeah. they took out the word pretty and ugly really? they took out the word fat to describe a mouse <laughs> we they uh changed a line that said um even if she's working as a cashier at the supermarket or typing letters for a businessman from the witches and they made it even if she's working as a top scientist or running a business wait so what was the first one even if she's working as a what? Working as a cashier in a supermarket or typing letters for a businessman, like a, a secretary. But they, they change it so that she's now a, a this girl is boss? Like, this is putting down any woman who is a cashier yeah. or a secretary. It's putting down anyone who has defining characteristics of any kind, right. good or bad, because yeah. we should all just become amorphous, non-binary socks yeah like and eventually the 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 jobs they're describing the will be will be shipped off to india or or automated anyways like so. they took out references to females being pretty yep can't do that anymore no i was i was watching a thing the other day they were talking about nebula there was a poster of nebula uh, on the new Guardians of the Galaxy mm, poster and there was this great piece that i re re read where he said why has it why is it so true that hollywood has not just gotten rid of female beauty but gleefully gotten rid of female beauty they love it mm -hmm. they love and even in it doesn't extend to the actresses that's the part that annoys me the most they portray these characters that way in movies but when they go to these red carpet premieres they're dressed to the it's nines like evangeline lily yeah like um i think they really did her dirty in ant-man quantum but when they go to these premieres they're dressed to the nines right exactly they, they, it's the it's the image they want to project to you the one that they want you to copy is not the one they follow they probably were like they michelle pfeiffer um i know you're going to be changing your look but you've you've got to get the short quaff haircut to be in this movie and she refused so she's one of the bigger names on the movie yeah. meaning she gets a, a greater say and Evangeline Lilly had to cut her hair yeah. instead. Like, is this happening? In... This is weird. When it's I, when... a defeminization thing, which is actually, like, uh, I think, like, a sexual kink. Yeah. And they're, like, 
forcing it, inflicting it on the rest of society. But it doesn't extend to everything. Like, like, look, reality TV actresses and stars still look the same as they did 20 years ago, for the most part. Like, you look at The Real Housewives, which, you know, when uh, one of the uh, side effects of doing what we do for work is you have to read articles or look at stuff about The Real Housewives. It's all kind of, they look the same as they did 20 years ago. It feels like it's just mainstream Hollywood that is just de just determined to get rid of beauty from women the men are still handsome well for the most part i think they're trying to chip away at uh, i mean they, they feminize certain certain singers well. and stuff like that but like yeah. and i guess you could make the argument that the action stars of today aren't exactly the action stars of old because they're they're writing all they're like in fleets writing articles about how like wolverine shouldn't be seen as a as a male uh, body standard because he was too ripped it wasn't natural so you know got him <laughs> nice like this this image shouldn't be normalized to men yeah. as like something that they should see as like an idealized version of themselves but men don't care because men actually want to achieve it uh you know i mean not not all men yeah but they don't but care but they're not the ones offended. who complain are the loudest the, i mean do you see do you guys see that do you see men complaining about men like i don't see any men complaining about unrealistic you can body find standards. someone complaining about something on twitter anywhere way Those more women people. complaining mm -hmm. about unrealistic body standards than men yeah but then again that could just be because women use social media more also women women's looks are more important uh, in Hollywood, you, th you think so? In Hollywood, in life, in, in general, yeah. In yeah. general, you think that that women's like so it's a more important target, yeah, to disintegrate like female beauty standards. It's more important for them to eliminate that first, I think. In the chat, huh. uh, and eliminate like male dignity, I guess, yeah. on the side. Well, like that's why you get The Rock, <laughs> and uh, or that's why you get John Cena being put in a skirt, and they have to. They yeah, have to see Robert that. Downey what Jr. being an emaciated. I mean, that might just be his own decision. Paper-skinned like, But But putting them in dresses. There was a clip the other day of, of the guy who played Debo from Friday talking about how he wouldn't allow them to put him in a dress because of... Well, good for him. But based on religious grounds. Like, he, he was yeah, talking about... Yeah, that's perfectly like, valid. That and, You can actually back that up with biblical yep. evidence. Yeah, and he was talking about... And, like, it was, like, Debo's based. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then we see John Cena's, like, Chinese spy ass dressed up in a pleated schoolgirl skirt just and confused. high heels and lipstick walking around with the paparazzi. What's the purpose of that? He's doing it for a role in but a movie. Why? I don't know what the movie is going to be um, yet, but... I guess that they just thought it was really important to put a buff and traditionally masculine looking guy in degrading clothing and makeup. They're also wow. like to Hollywood is full ritualistically of ritualistically humiliate him. Right. No. Hollywood is full of writers and directors who are kind of beta as hell and probably love to like bring them down to their level. Right. That's where their power comes yeah. in. It's like I'm writing the dress code for this role and you're gonna look like this yeah. in a dress. Yeah. All right. So, so oh, we oh, we've also got um, cringe of the day. I'm hoping it doesn't get us uh, copyrighted with this clip. If you want to know how uh, weird a weird form of propaganda works, guys, <laughs> this clip is so weird. Okay. So I found this yesterday. It, it literally gave me secondhand embarrassment, and it, and it proves to you that how mentally ill 
a lot of people actually are. So this is a clip called He's a Gentleman, <laughs> hashtag Johnny Depp. And this is um, apparently whoever made this. These are instances of him being chivalrous Toward towards Camille, Camille Vasquez, Vasquez yeah. uh, while in court. And my favorite part, it's not even the, the, how propagandistic it is, but it's the these moments and this emoji, which should be saved for like kittens and babies being saved from near death. This emoji does not oh, belong the on this. Oh, the one with the the teary eyes. Yes, this yeah. that this emoji does not belong on this. But here, let's yeah, let's no. watch. <laughs> you tell me. Oh, he moved your cord. <laughs> what? Well, he moved your chair. It'll be okay. That's it. Like it's that, so unnecessarily that, sappy. That's it. That's it. That, like, that just, is shit. just just play this again. He's literally moving her phone charger <laughs> cord. Uh, I, I wish I could mute it. I don't think you can mute. Uh, oh, here it is. Uh, well, it's I, only I, like four yeah. seconds. I don't think it'll. So he moves. Well, that wasn't even. There's no point of like, that. Like what? Is that like He's just OCD. He's just <laughs> OCD, OCD and like moving her phone charger um, so it then, doesn't loop. And then uh, and then he pulls her chair out. I guess. See, like I said, it's way funnier if she tries to sit down and he pulls it out from her and she falls and he just or like he unplugs her phone, phone from he, the charger. He's just super frat random. boy. Like I just I love. We the were idea. joking about this earlier. Brett was saying like, what if he puts crystal light in her water bottle and people <laughs> yeah. think that it's like roofy? <laughs> like like I want to do. A, uh, there should be a whole skit of like Johnny Depp being misconstrued as being mean when he's actually being really nice. Like there's like there, a fly next yeah, to her and, and he, he punches the wall and uh, and he just. He keeps getting caught in the act, not actually being mean, but it looks mean on camera. All of these comments, by the way, are just so over the top. The they're, comments they're are like, worse. not only is he a good actor, but he's an amazing person. Oh, yeah. he's a real gentleman who respects women. Johnny Depp, a prime a example of don't judge a book by its cover. He has such a big heart. These gestures, even when he's fighting for his life and his career, he's still such a gentleman and so humble. God and, love him. And, and look, you can <laughs> whatever you think of Johnny Depp in, in Creepy Amber Heard, that's not the point here. The point is the weird <laughs> celebrity worship. He treated her with such right. care and respect. Amber Heard had one of the most gentle men on planet Earth. She was stupid enough to destroy their marriage. Thank God she didn't destroy Johnny. Seriously. He's a gem. Like, I just, I, I don't have anything against Johnny Depp, obviously, but this is cringy. Yes. Picture anyone else doing those things. I mean, it's only, you know, chivalrous because it's Johnny Depp. I guess, yeah. I mean, people really shipped them hard, though, during right. the trial. Andy Leifer, uh... As, uh, she's describing Miami Vice wardrobe. Yes, what you were describing earlier is totally. Have you ever seen Wait, what? the show Miami what Vice? What was I describing? Like the, the 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 casual, the super tight oh. pants. Yeah. And the... Like uh, now, all you need is to roll up your sleeves and do this from the cocaine. Like that's uh, <laughs> it's, uh, Miami Vice. It's great. Well, that's what politicians do as well. They yeah. like roll up the sleeves to seem more down to earth and American. And, and there is there is. I will say it is weird when they have like the suit jacket rolled up. With like the sleeves over it, like that the, just looks uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah it, like it looks like your arms don't actually bend up because there's just so much damn fabric underneath that you can't bend your You're arms. In a monkey suit. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys, we are gonna we're gonna get started. So, <sighs> Meghan Markle is very upset because Trey Parker and Matt Stone have dared to call into question the validity of just how much privacy they might actually want when they go on a worldwide We Want Privacy tour. 
Is that the the episode title is like worldwide Pri privacy tour? tour. Yeah. Um, I wish we could show the clips. I know the, the we, them, but yeah, it just shows like Harry and Meghan have uh, Harry and Meghan unnamed the the prince and princess Canada. from Canada yeah. have moved in across the street from Kyle in South Park and. They are like throwing things in his window, like setting off fireworks. <laughs> playing a drum set. Harry's in his front yard. playing yeah. polo in the front yard. <laughs> and Kyle's just They're put upon protesting. it. He's trying to be a social media, learn how to be a social media influencer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's hilarious to me because when I think of this stuff, I think of like um, I have a couple of friends who are who are like uh, kind of the same way, like good people, but we're like uh, very very like thought of themselves as quiet but we're like the most public people like you know it's like it, it, there are people even now where it's like they're they're like i don't want to talk about this publicly as they're talking about it right. publicly like that's a thing right I usually like, say stuff like this followed by a long facebook post yes and, and, and <laughs> yeah. if somebody says that more than once a year they don't actually want to be not public right yeah Forever. i mean south park has kind of gotten tamer over oh, the yeah. years you got to admit that at oh, least definitely. i saw a clip um from an episode they did like a long time ago, almost like 20 years ago, I think. Which one? That was about a trans person, a trans uh, a biological Mar male the... going to a Planned Parenthood clinic for an abortion. Oh, and the doctor, yeah. you know, breaks the news to him that he actually does not have a womb. Therefore, right. he can't get pregnant <laughs> the and cannot get one? an abortion. <laughs> um, and like, I thought because of like it being a relevant issue today that it was new and I was shocked, but then I actually found out that they made that in like, like the mid 2000s. Oh, yeah. yeah, a long time ago. Um, so ahead of the time. But they've kind of like toned down uh, how far they're willing to go with their humor over the years. And that's sad, but a little bit. I mean, this still kind of reflects where people are at right now. Like, I think we're just fed up and fatigued with the uh, the fake, you know, celebrity worship and the victim narrative that Meghan Markle is is spinning. It says the Duchess is reportedly upset and overwhelmed by the episode and annoyed by South Park who refuses to watch it at all. No, uh, she, she but refuses is to watch it. To yeah, watch but, it. but refuses to watch it all. Uh, there was also a really funny thing where they said like Will, uh, William is like laughing about it. Well, this is an insider uh, that they kept anonymous who said William doesn't watch South Park, but I reckon one of his friends will have seen it on social media and sent the clip to him. And I think he probably has seen it and will have had a wry smile on his face while watching. And that's because like they've had a personal dispute for a long time now, ever since like 2021, yep. when they you know, renounced their royal titles. Well, I mean, they're going to get And moved a, to, to Southern California to make a name for themselves. They're about to get a, a, a swift understanding of the First Amendment here, because I don't know if there's anything here to sue for. Well, oh, Meghan yeah. Markle should know that, yes. given that she's American. But yeah. um, this is going to be a new lesson for Harry, I guess. I, it's sad because, like, satire and dry humor is supposed to be something uniquely, like, British. Yeah. Like, has, having British right. roots. And they don't seem to understand that. Well, that and means then that also, she's the one who's angry, not... Maybe he's not angry, but she is. Well, he either is, like, upset or feigning upset and, you know, tending to her emotional needs to make sure while that she, she has she a tantrum get, So that she doesn't get mad mansion. at him for not being mad also. Exactly, know, yeah. yeah. So How dare you not be mad on my behalf? He has to, like, mirror her upset, <laughs> um, if not exceed it. Yeah. He's, I'm so angry for you. 
I'm so angry. They they really disrespected you. They're some, such misogynists. Here's a here's a meme that uh, <laughs> um, uh, the face you make uh, when you experience a taste of America's freedom of speech. Uh, I was actually looking into like I was gonna see if uh, Jessica would make a, a Photoshop of like the cartoon top of their heads and the, and the or, or like maybe the the real top of their heads with the cartoon bottom of the of the face. There was also this one. I like this one as well. <laughs> accurate though. Very very accurate. Yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a fan. Not enough to sue though. But now they're saying the legal team is casting an eye over the episode to see what's wrong and what could be turned into something more sinister. What does that mean? This appears to be their course of action rather than laughing it off, enjoying the moment and showing the world that they can get the joke. It means they're going through with a fine-tooth comb looking for anything and everything to sue them for, but they're not going to be able to. This I is feel like problem. British people just don't understand even the concept of free expression. Right. Yeah. And it's like baffling to them. Which is ironic because they had like more inappropriate jokes and commercials than we did for the longest time. Yeah. yeah. I think they still do. I think when it comes to like censoring media outlets in the UK, they've seen more success because they literally have no freedom of speech over there. But maybe they'll learn the hard way that you can't silence people just for making fun of your ridiculous behavior. Um, but they, it's it's literally like just pointing out maybe you have legitimate problems, but they aren't problems that the public can relate to. So why are you shoving them in our faces? That's the real thing. Like, if you feel like you lack privacy because privacy because there you go. Was, the paparazzi are trying to get pictures of you and you like you're constantly getting you know lies spread about you, etc. Maybe that's a legitimate problem, but it's not one that like your audience made up of ordinary people has ever experienced or will ever experience therefore we don't feel bad for you like we can't empathize with a problem like that and on top of that you're stoking that those reactions because first of all harry's book deal is a multi-year multi-part book deal so he's going to be writing more than just his memoirs um, spare yeah. or wah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be writing more than that. And their deal with Netflix is also a multi-year, multi-production yeah. deal. So they're about to like make rom-coms. They're about to make all sorts of like sitcoms, I think they said too, like comedy content, which they're completely incapable of making what would, what or would understanding. Megan, what would Meghan Markle comedy content look like? Or romantic con content because they're both like loveless and humorless people. It's not funny. That's like what, like what could it be? Like, or may, hey, maybe what if they do a green line test like sitcom that's all about judging people or like some type of show that judges uh, like a reality show that goes through and judges celebrities green line tests. I feel like they have a PR team that is giving them advice and they're just ignoring the advice. Think so? Like the PR team would be like, this is your perfect chance. Right. Like, Go like and say that people. you thought the episode was funny lean into it. Right. and lean into it. Yeah. And then people will start to have more favor for you. Just thinking that. But they're such narcissists. I mean, really, Meghan Markle is, is the narcissist and Harry is her pet. She's never had anybody punch up at her. Yeah. You know? It seems like it. I mean, I think it's clear that from her like previous career mm -hmm. you know just like being a, a blue-collar actress that that's what she wants to continue being mm -hmm. 
and she's brought Harry along for the ride, and because he's such a beta cuck, he's willing to go along with whatever she says. He must be the most whipped dude ever. You can see the Perhaps. look in his eyes is just empty. Like, no. there's nothing left. He has no soul left in there. You could just, like, knock on his skull and hear an echo. To be a fly on the wall in their bedroom or just apartment would be, like, I wonder if... She Johnny Depp's him. Do you think she goes Johnny to bed? Depp's him. Do you think Amber she goes to bed and like he's like okay, and she's like we're going she's, to bed. The thing yes. is, she's, like, she's she not makes even, them go to bed at the same time. She's yeah. not even comparable to Amber Heard in terms of looks or right. or even like volatility. She just has like this quiet like sternness about her, where even like yeah. she could just command Harry with a look. Yeah. Like at least with Amber Heard, the, you have the evidence. Like you have the clips of her yelling at him. You have her admitting to to physical violence. I don't. I wouldn't even pin that on Meghan Markle. I think she's just a an emotionally tyrannical c word. Very possible. <laughs> Basically, like it, it's it's clear to see it more than just body language. Um. But yeah, like I'm, I'm hoping that they actually go forward with an attempt at a lawsuit because it's going to be embarrassing for them. Uh, the crisis meter is acting up today, so we are, uh, we are oh. having, we are having trouble with the crisis meter today. It does look to be glitching out. Yeah. I think the, I saw a chat pop up and the guns didn't go off. No, too. a couple of times, guys. Yeah. So. Someone said she makes him sit down to pee. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's the perfect metaphor for yeah, that. Yeah, she she makes Harry sit down to pee, but she doesn't take a dump on his bed. There's the difference yeah. between Meghan Markle and Amber Heard. Fellas, know your worth. Don't put up with that. I mean, maybe it's like it's up to your value judgment. If you think that you want to like date Amber Heard because she's hot enough to make up for her emotional problems, like her her anger management issues, that's your decision. Like more power to you. But with Meghan Markle, I just don't see a trade off. Because Maybe he Harry had to renounce his whole kink. family name. Yeah. Some kind of like... And his country. Yeah, I don't know. There's got to be something. <laughs> she must be fantastic in bed. In exchange for what? That's the only that, thing. I don't even... She I, must be absolutely a panther no way. in the sack. Yeah. There's no way. Because, like, I don't even know if, if Harry cares about that anymore. If he he's has, not, like... He's asexual now. He's, like, become, like, an asexual... Uh, just, like, a blob. That's possible. He can well, just, like, mold likes... into any shape that she wants him to be. <laughs> Harry can confirm that Megan is fantastic in bed with her boyfriend. We're going to reach out to him for exactly. comment and see if we're correct on that. It's really weird. Like, the, the money guns are not, uh, are not working today. Like, we, who, look, who is, like, this is sabotage. Oh, big is, tech, it, is, this, is this one plugged in? No, it's not that one. Okay. The big tech is censoring us, guys. Mm -hmm. Or we, just We are being held down by the man right now. We are being held down by the man right now. And uh, actually, you know what it is? I think it's, it's actually, it's a plot because they know that the new outro screen is supposed to be us cleaning up the money. Oh. So they've no. actually done this. I think this is actually Harry and Meghan's I fault. That's completely possible. Like it's letting me do it manually. It but is. It's, no, no, it's MI6. Oh, <laughs> he sent the British government after us. Uh -oh. yeah. Where's James Bond? I bet you this is James Bond's fault. It's completely possible. <laughs> Wait, uh, is MI6 like the CIA or something? It's, yeah, yeah, it's there. And MI5 okay. is like yeah. their FBI, right? Or something, something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah like, I wonder if they have like feds that, that try to incriminate you in the UK. <laughs> like they're, they're, they're very own crisis People actors. like me. The Royal okay. Canadian Mountain Police. Oh. Well, that would be Canada. <laughs> 
Because they're I mean, actually, that's what we're talking they're actually about. Um, uh, Guys, for every <laughs> super chat now, I'm going to have to multitask today and set it off manually, but the crisis meter... Well, that's weird. I saw only one super chat go through Yeah, the, the first end, one went through. But then the rest are only on the... I am going to page. keep my eye on the number, and I'm going to do this manually today. Okay. So uh, we're going we're gonna to have to do this manually. So all super chats will still set off the crisis meter. It will just be set off manually. And we're not great at math here. So uh, I can read the number. I can, I can read the number i got the number here so uh I'll, right. I'll, I'll let us know as we go but i have no idea why it's doing that i, I think harry and megal 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 megalomania, megalomania. yeah, yeah. So megan is meddling she's she's out to get us today and uh and the brits are are taking down our stream because they know that we're speaking truth to power right now and frankly i'm disgusted uh i'm disgusted by the behavior <laughs> Okay, is Gary Thomas first? Uh, let's. Should we just go to Super Chats now? I'm trying to see if maybe I can like um, sign out and sign back in, but I'm well, not it's gonna... a problem I'm seeing as well. So it doesn't seem like it's a you. It's a you problem. It's just a. <laughs> Sounds a... like a you problem. All right, yeah. Let's let's start. Uh, go ahead. Uh, right where you, what you saw. Um. Okay. The first one I saw was a dollar. Oh. Oh yeah. So this is going to be a problem because um, we're going to have to be able to read it on screen too, and we don't have the the um the spreadsheet right so well the one that did pop up potatoes was... for Seamus is number one really yes it says when Bertman is on uh... nobody else matters on PCC except Carter and Brett maybe even Mary but never that I'm not reading that word <laughs> whenever he be JK lol bring back Wesley <laughs> thoughts Wesley is a very busy man he's a very busy oh, man yeah, I, I know what potatoes for Seamus sounds like does he sound like that? He sounds like Wesley. Does he sound like I, Wesley? I, like I actually thought, is really? Wesley potatoes for Seamus? He could oh. be. He could Secretly. Be. He sounds like Wesley, but with a slight southern drawl. Yeah. Very slight. Okay. I'm not able to see any okay. of the chats right now. So Big Dave uh, says, happy birthday to Big Dave's beautiful wife. Happy birthday, Brenda. So happy birthday, Brenda. That's cute. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Right. Uh, Megan Lay uh, Daigle says, I love that they didn't make South Park version of Harry and Megan when they made fun of them. It's like an extra, it's like an extra burn to the fame seekers. Right? I'm like literally now, now we just got one from Caper2x. Now I have to set it off manually. Setting it off manually. There we go. <laughs> it's a, it's going to be a hectic should show we, today. It's should we contact Christopher? I, I, like I, already, I already messaged you. Do him, something so. to help uh, out, Mary. Uh, send you like a screenshot of the. Well, no, I, I don't. Mean, I, you can sure if you're able to see the. Well, I can, mean, I can, can, you, can you see them on this screen uh, over there? It's just too small. It's too small. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll keep going. Um, so T Bone says, "Welcome back, Carter. You inspired me to get back into the gym." And to start lifting weights. Thanks, man, for yeah, being dude. awesome. Just wake up and do it. And even if you just ride the bike for, you know, 25 minutes while you're on your phone. Okay, I think I can see them now. The one you will do. Okay. Uh, I just was able to, like, pop out the chat. Okay. Uh, the beanbag actual one is next, right? Let me see. Yes. Okay, he said, it's Wednesday, my dudes. Power got knocked out at the shop, so no work tonight. Guess I'll just play the wizard game or dead space. <laughs> Well, the the wizard game is still controversial. Thoughts on the wizard game what so the far? Wizard game? Oh. My PlayStation broke, so I haven't been able to oh, play it. What? I know. You're not going to play it on on PC? Dude, the no, the the no. the, the, the uh, LGBTQIA+ lobby just probably sabotaged it. Son of a from, bitch from oh, playing. <laughs> that that it happens. Dude, that Whoa. makes so much sense. It was the disk drive. Yeah. Uh. Pisses me off. 
All right. Gary uh, Thomas said, are Meghan and Harry going to sue the BBC next for making The Windsors, which is a show all about satirizing the royal family? Satirizing the royals oh. is an old British tradition. Yeah, I mean, it feels like it should be relevant that they should always be willing to be sat- like to be made fun of. Otherwise, well, the thing is, you, like, you, you risk losing the populace. Yeah. The, the satire was an old British tradition because there used to be like unspoken limits that everyone just kind of agreed upon right. what was going too far because we weren't like plagued by mental illness for all of that time but now there's this like hypersensitivity culture that's taken over and also like globalized entertainment where Americans are projecting their ideas onto like what a like British culture should right. be and stand for um, and they just don't understand I personally, I don't understand the appeal of the royal family as a whole, like as like a, an obsession and like a hobby to keep up with them. I don't get their appeal. I think they're just lame and boring. I think they've just been around for so long. People just think they have to be appealed to them. Well, they're like the celebrities of the UK, basically. Everything Seems I've like. seen of them or heard of them has been forced on me. I've never once gone out of my way to look them up. Right. I so imagine yeah. what it would All be against like in the UK. <laughs> yeah. Everything I've learned about Meghan Markle has been against my will. Against my will. Yeah. Paper 2X said, save us, Mary. You are our only hope. Make mine marvel. What does that mean? Is that a Star Wars What's wrong? (laughs) Sounds like something familiar, but I don't know what it is. Beanbag Actual said, big avocado strikes again. They're anti-money gun. Yeah, that's that's what it is. All right. Uh, now that we're caught up, let's. Uh, okay. This is going to be hard today. Today's, today's going to be a rough one. Uh, that's all right. We're gonna we're gonna go with it as we go. All right. So we're moving on, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Madison Beer is she's. Well, how would you describe her? Hot woman on the internet. She's a musician. Um. Yeah, she's a hot woman on the internet, but I would say she's like legitimately talented as okay. a singer. All she's right. got. She's got real talent. She's not just like skating by okay. on being attractive. I'll give her credit where credit is due for sure. But now she is getting swatted on a routine basis. Who here has heard of that? I have no <laughs> idea. That when is that crazy? Ever that sounds swatting? that sounds crazy to experience, and I would never want to experience that. Um, it sounds like she has gotten more than fifteen <laughs> calls on her house to the LAPD since the beginning of this year. Someone from Germany claiming that she is contemplating suicide and self-harm, which they are then obligated to go and do a physical check on. Yeah, they have to. And it's a male caller, probably a stalker, who's like weirdly obsessed with her or maybe wants to kill her. Um, I feel like swatting is oftentimes like equivalent to an attempted murder. Honestly, because oh yeah, abs- no, it absolutely is. That's the intention. I mean, mm-hmm. especially if you're calling it in, not even on a, like a suicide threat, but right. um, something worse than that, then you're literally endangering the person's life because right. the cops have to deal with them as if they are a threat. Yeah, whether you intended it on it or not, you know. Yeah, um, same thing's gonna happen. Yeah. So so far, Madison Beer hasn't actually spoken on this, which is interesting. She's probably been advised not. But to. But this, this is a, a natural like problem for the people famous in the internet age now. Like you just have to deal. Remember with Aiden stuff. Ross yeah. doing the, the stream where he's like supposedly getting swatted. I feel like that was faked because he publicized it, publicizing it, and and streaming yourself literally like with your hands up in your living room yeah. is going to encourage more of your haters or whoever, like stalkers, just to, to do more swatting calls. Yeah. 
um, because they want to see your reaction or your fear and like make it into a meme. And do you think the distance, like just the distance that the internet creates between people kind of desensitizes them from just how dangerous this type of behavior actually is? Yes. Like, like oh, it's Absolutely. kind of the same notion as like you, you don't realize that you're playing with somebody else's life mm-hmm. until you yeah. actually, until something like this actually happens to you in person. Yeah, well, so like I, I've, I've gone back and forth with people on Twitter and, you know, like they were getting like mad at me and then they reached out in a DM and, and it, I found out they were like 16 and I was just like, I had no idea and I, I kind of felt bad. Could be literally bad. like a, yeah. anyone, you know? like a kid that you're, exactly. that you're going back and forth with on Twitter yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So. That sucks. Um, one person in chat asked, do you mean the guy that kept yelling bro? Yes, that is Aiden Ross. That's, that's the guy who kept yelling bro during his stream where he was like supposedly getting swatted. I don't know if that was real or fake, but the way he was acting suggested that it was staged for more people to tune in and donate, basically, yeah. out of pity or whatever. Um, which is kind of messed up because he's almost encouraging people to do it for real then. Right. And and then actually he's risking his life for clout, um, which is kind of pathetic. But the Madison Beer thing, I have one theory on how it could be fake, actually. Okay. Um, she announced that she's publishing a memoir on February 15th. And it's going to be all about like her journey as like a child star... Um, having like grown up in the spotlight. I think she was actually scouted originally by Justin Bieber, which is funny that there's like this train of scouting, like ju- like <laughs> Scooter Braun scouts yeah. Justin Bieber, who scouts Madison Beer, who then scouts somebody else. But anyway, it's going to be called The Half of It. It's coming out in the spring, and she's doing press about it right now. Um, and I'm sure she's working on music as well. And it just seems awfully convenient timing that something like this would happen where people are going to be talking about your your names in the headlines. All these things always seem to happen right around the time something is about to come out. Yeah, and I maybe I sound cynical for saying that. And if this is honestly what's happening to Uh her, I feel bad and I hope that she's safe. But I can't help but be skeptical anytime something involving an influencer happens now. Because, like, people will do anything for clout now. They will, like degrade themselves risk their life risk their their family members lives sacrifice their dignity for attention and all the world is a stage and it's naive not to think that they're not going to use every tool available and no matter how manipulative that may be and that includes you know Mm -hmm. blurring the lines between what is real and what is fake i mean who knows maybe she's like adding an abridged uh like addition to her memoir that's like Here's an update on my life being <laughs> in in the spotlight. I've been swatted wow. this many times since the beginning of 2023, and here are my reflections on that. Like, there are so many ways to capitalize off of it, even if it is real. It's not cynical, I don't think, to at least ask questions. Sure. Like, to to uh, approach it with an open mind. Yeah, like I feel like other influencers have have lied about worse things. I just saw this story actually where this TikTok dad um made this video that was supposed to have like a wholesome energy to it, but it it massively failed and like didn't land. He he like tricked a theme park into thinking that his son met the minimum height requirement for roller coasters. Uh-oh. 
And his son is like really young and really small and that's extremely dangerous and life-threatening. And he like made this this video about it. Um, like he was doing his son some kind of favor for his <laughs> birthday or whatever. And the kid is like definitely not safe and he could fly out of a roller coaster at the, his size right, yeah. and die instantly. But he did it for TikTok clout. When things like, and then now in like, the 10 days since he posted that video he's like gone through every like this dad has gone through every stage of of like grief he has first he he like denied that it ever happened he was oh like i was just making that video for attention we never actually put him on a roller coaster guys lol how can you be so stupid and gullible to believe that then he admits that they did it um but says that there's or no 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 then he like says um he he like blamed it on somebody else then he said like that he was genuinely sorry and he made like a tearful apology to sad music on tiktok then he he retracts his apology and then says that they did put him on a roller coaster but also there's nothing wrong with that and you're sticking your nose where in his business where it doesn't belong <laughs> which in itself doesn't make sense because he was the one that publicized this in the Grown first man with place that reminds me too of um I'm just going off right now, sorry. But like Keep that going. reminds me of like that YouTuber Daddy05. Do you oh, remember that oh, guy? Yeah, yeah. Psycho. Like Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you just shouldn't post your kids on YouTube and TikTok mm. like that. Like it's crazy. He this guy, he I think this was in like 2019 or something. Um he started getting a lot of traction and like negative and positive attention because he had this family channel and family channels have like largely been become like very frowned upon but right. like the ace family and stuff yeah. but like he had this family channel where they would very clearly treat one of their children really badly who had like autism or something and like there was an incident where like this is a really sad thing that happened but like this kid was he really wanted to go on this family vacation and they told him that he couldn't go with them to like Disney or whatever because he had been behaving badly and like behaving out of line. And what they meant by that is that he had like gotten into this like episode where he like smeared his own feces on the walls of their bathroom, which is something that kids with autism often do, like if it's a severe case. Oh, if they're okay, emotionally okay. neglected. He was, uh, he was, he was autistic. It's like literally a sign family. of yeah. abuse and neglect when Ooh. they do that. And they said, you can't go on family vacation with us because you did that. And then when they get called out for it and all these other videos where they're like screaming at their kids and like scaring them and doing these psychotic pranks on them. And then they claim, oh, it's all faked. How could you think it was real? Like, you're so gullible, guys. Like, we faked all of those pranks. All the kids were in on it. And it's like, first of all, even if the kids were in on that's it, gross. that's disgusting, that's a, and, and they don't a, know the gravity of what they're doing. Right. And it's but a gross, secondly, it's a gross that that's even a thing that could be an out. Right. Like yeah. considered an out. But if it's real, I'm calling CPS because right. you're psychotic and abusive. <laughs> so I mean, there's no the way that you can get out of that not it? looking like a monster. Right. Well, I mean, we can, remember we had the discussion about the the girl with autism who got the contract with Victoria's Secret. I think she had Down syndrome. Or Down syndrome. Oh, and yeah. we're like, how can, can that yeah. person even really consent? Well, to I doing thought, that? like, 
I guess they're trying to like de-sexify Victoria's Secret and they thought, why not hire a disabled model to do that? Which is like- Did you see that one show weird recently? Weird thought process in general. Yeah. Did you see that show recently and it was all like body positive <laughs> yes. or- or yes. like, I'm like, you saw the one from like a couple weeks ago where it's like the really hot model and then like the lady comes up behind her who has the limp because she's got, I think she only had she one has, like, leg. She has like an amputated she's, leg. She's like an amputee. And, that, and that she's one, also overweight. But I just stuff. felt, you just feel bad for her because she's being put right next to this really hot right. model. Mm. But then they did, I saw one the other week on Twitter where it's just all... I saw that too. Dude, the catwalk. It's you like, feel like you're... There be, it someone like you're someone has vitiligo, someone has alopecia, someone has an it's amputated leg, like someone's in a wheelchair, uh, this other person's like gender ambiguous. Like there was literally nobody who looked like an actual professional model. It looked like an over-exaggeration of exactly what's going on and, to and be taken as a joke. It's scary and cruel to the people involved. Right. You're putting them out there that? for criticism. Or um, role. Which, yeah, like, like, you have to be of sound mind to choose to be in the arena where you're going to, even just having a social media page means you have to be opening yourself up to the ability of being criticized from whatever you post. I mean, assuming yep. that you have your comments open and stuff like that. So to do that to kids who don't necessarily have that ability yeah. is disgusting. Yeah, uh, the yeah. Daddy 5 situation was like a really extreme example. There's a reason why I keep my family stuff on Instagram pretty private. Like yeah. I have to do a light vetting before people follow me. Yeah. You know? just standard practice and it's gonna have to be like more well known that you have to like shield kids from you know being objects of, of scrutiny and ridicule to millions of strangers like that's just and, and more than that there's also like just weirdos and creeps on the internet that sexualize children as well like, You're just giving them gross, free content. It's, it's disgusting. It's, free, it's a free-for-all and yep. you need to see it for what it is. Yep. You're never going to rein in the craziness. Um, so why put your kids in the line so of fire? So don't like throw them into it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, I'm just going to give people uh, uh, an update. As you can see, the guns are working. I am using them. It is being done <laughs> manually. We are, we are going full steam ahead. I will let people know when we're getting close to the first crisis party. And that uh, thus she'll be set off manually as well. Crisis parties will still happen if we do this today. I'm going to make it happen. I, I might, I, I might like sound uh, even more um, smooth-brained than I normally do because I'm going to be multi. I'm going to be very distracted today, but uh, I'm just giving people a heads up that all will all will work out no matter what happens. Yeah, we're doing this. Uh, it, that is. Um, I didn't know that, like, I mean, I don't follow family channels, so it's like, I didn't really know. I do follow a lot of, like, um, like couples that do reaction channels. I love couples that do reaction channels. That's a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah. Um, when, when they, my, yeah. there was this great, like, like, period of time where, like, husbands and wives would react to the Bill Burr skit about motherhood and, mm. uh, or about women, uh, about basically anything about women. And then you'd, you'd see which guys were the alpha males who didn't look to their wife for permission to laugh. <laughs> Like, like, like if they, if they would just laughed, then the they're, non they're, they're not hairy. Yeah. The, the room. I've been seeing a lot of channels like that. There's this one where this, this really tall chick married to some really short dude. And she's constantly just, Oh, you found my other him. channel. She's like, this is how to, I saw this to other... stand in a picture if you've got a short king or whatever. There was this other couple who, like, the guy is disabled. Scorpion and... Grubs. And, I was yeah, just about yeah. to say it. Yeah. I didn't remember their names. He's, like, disabled and she's not. And literally what all of their content that? is about how he's disabled yeah, and I she's know. not. And it's like, 
just be normal like just make normal content if that's oh normal God. for you why are you constantly talking there's about a, it there's you know? the guy the, the um the woman the the mother with dwarfism who has like a a, a normal they don't say normal right do they say average I mean, size they say average size whatever uh, uh, so so it's a, it's a woman with dwarfism and her son is average sized and they oh, do yeah. content together yeah. like okay. she has a good so sense of humor eight. like they, she has a good sense of humor about it like that would seems okay she's an adult like she's yeah. she's like if anything yeah. it would be that the kid is uh, young I mean I don't know how old he is but he looks like to be a teenager or mm -hmm. maybe he's in his early 20s or something like that but you know if you can laugh at yourself I have no problem with that like I one of my favorite channels is this guy who's blind in skateboards and he has he starts all his videos with I'm blind this is how I and then he talks about yeah, like, the various justified the you very the, the very stuff that he does it's like it's like there it's like people don't realize that there's like an artful way to do content right. like that yeah. and it just takes a certain amount of thought being put into it and some people get too excited about the shot content and don't put the extra thought into it mm -hmm. so as for madison beer though um now i'm feeling like almost certain that this is an astroturfed think so ad campaign basically for her memoir um comes out april 25th and i'm mentioning it because that's what she wants me to do and i'm we're, a good little consumerist slave well no we're part of the marketing but machine, it says, technically and uh, this is a memoir from singer-songwriter Madison Beer chronicling the past decade of her life spent in the spotlight, the ups, the downs, and in-betweens you won't see on social media. I'm, so I'm sorry, but Discovered I can't help but laugh whenever these people talk about the dark the dark, the dark side. I'm like of, your rough life of being like the a, dark a side of being literally hotter than Megan Fox. A, a <laughs> like being a hot 22 year old in America must be tough, well, ladies and gentlemen. Holy was, shit! She was wholly rejected by David Dobrik. So okay. that must have been a blow to her ego for sure. Um, it's a discovered at 12 years old. Madison Beer was one of the first artists to have her entire life documented online. Over the past decade, she has navigated the spotlight as a child through her teenage years and now as a young woman in her 20s. Must be. It's got to be so rough to be a hot 22 year old. So difficult. I, I can't fathom. Worse than going to war. In America, a hot 22-year-old woman. My heart breaks for you. It does. My heart's like literally bleeding. It does. Right now. It's bleeding um, right now. I can't. I can't imagine it. However, if the if the the swattings were real, I do have. If sympathy. they're real, then sorry. I do have sympathy. Yes. Uh, if they're I, real, genuinely sorry, but. Yeah. I don't know. You can't really blame me for being skeptical. At least being a little bit skeptical. Mm -hmm. All right, we got a couple of super chats there. Let's let's go do this, shall we? Uh, we can try. We can try. Sure. We're we're gonna try and figure this out as we go. Um, sorry, I'm like looking. Okay, uh, this one them. we go up. It's from Corn Pop. Okay, Corn Pop. Corn Pop said I warned everybody and got blocked doing so. Uh, warned everybody about about what? what I think. Everything Corn Pop says is equally ominous, so we won't know. You'll need to let us know. Wyatt Goldenberg said, Most of Shakespeare's plays were written so common people could laugh at and mock the royal bloodline. Meg and Ginger are lucky no. William Sh Shakespeare is dead. Well, they no. also would say that Shakespeare was a black woman who was also trans. Um, oh, yes. Disabled, neurodivergent. What else? Uh, <laughs> uh, did, but also his his works were and put on like a list of like far right publications, along with like Orwell 
and um, um, what was the other ones? People in the chat might know. There was like a list, like a British, uh, a recent British publication listed a bunch of stuff like where if you read it, you're an extremist. Brave New and, World. And Fahrenheit Brave New World was on there. And I think works of William Shakespeare were on there and Tolkien really? was on there. Hmm. Um, yeah. So you can't read William Shakespeare. He's very, very bad. Unusable Alpaca said, Burn Notice, never finished season one. I'm now binging it and have been taken aback to the past when TV was well-written and sane. Keep up the good takes recommendations, Brett. <laughs> I be the real alpaca. Look, you the are... The other alpacas are fake. Uh, like, it is shocking if you watch any of those shows from the USA Network at that time. One of the things that they don't really do now in the age of, you know, your The Last of Us in all these shows is they don't do individual storylines mixed with overarching storylines well because they're writing them all at once. Instead, you get weird gay episode just shoved in the middle that doesn't really connect very well to the rest of the series, right? What Burn Notice and White Collar and a lot of these other shows from that time period did is they did an episode of the week so you could tune in if you just watched the show for the first time that day. The episode would make sense. You know, maybe you don't know the character names, but you can follow it generally. And there would be nuggets connected to the larger plot either at the beginning and then sprinkled throughout the middle or the end as the B plot. And they did that very well and they don't seem to do that very well these days. Also, Jeffrey Donovan has gone on to be a fairly marketable you know, he's not an action star, but, you know, he's a good Josh Brolin Jr. Like, he, he's always kind of, like, next to Josh Brolin, like, in, in Sicario. He's kind of just, uh, he's a good serviceable B-man for your for your bigger budget movies. He's not going to be the star, but he, he's a TV star, but not a movie star. Mm -hmm. Gabrielle Anwar didn't, I don't know if she's doing anything. She, like, I think she married, like, a fashion designer and retired or something like that. Oh, was he gay? Maybe. Not, oh, uh, Gabrielle, uh, her her husband. Her, yeah, I, I have no idea. I think she. I, I I haven't seen her act in anything recently. Mm. And then Bruce Campbell is Bruce Campbell. Everyone loves Bruce Campbell. Thousand Foot Deep End said the tech problems are the common sense money gun reform Brett's always calling for. <sighs> Lol. So this and is did, my fault. Did Marco's one dollar chat above potatoes for Seamus get shouted out? I tried, and in all the chaos, I missed it. But yes, he was the only chat that actually like showed up on our. Yeah, something went off in the beginning. Yep. That was it, though. <laughs> then so all, the rest of them were silenced. Right. So, um, sorry about that, Marcos. Melissa Lynn said, "I like the desexification of Victoria's Secret only because I would like." A good bra, but never liked going in that store because of the sexy vibes. Yeah. I don't really like the store because it's like very loud and <laughs> kind of dark and jarring and everything smells very strongly of perfume. Yeah. Hollister, Hollister in 2000. Yeah. But oh, I would like that from an Abercrombie these days. Um, <laughs> the thing about the desexification of Victoria's Secret is they did it to allow fatties to be, model their clothes, and I don't like that. Because it's like, oh, great. That really makes me want to buy this. Put like, it, like, I'm seeing the fat models everywhere now yep. looking at the websites of these clothing uh, you know what brands they do? all the time. And I'm like, I can't picture what that looks like on me because I'm, not I'm looking at it on somebody who is 300 pounds heavier than me. I'm sorry. I can't. And if a fat person has the similar complaint, well, sorry, but you, you know what they should do? don't represent me. You know what they should do? Remember back in the day, oh, Mary will not know what this is, but do you guys remember VH, like video stores? You remember Blockbuster? Yeah. Of course. Maybe what they do, back in the day they used to, like they had porn, 
at Blockbuster. They did. They, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. No uh, way. Or video update. They uh, maybe not at, maybe at Blockbuster, but video update did it. Other like local video stores did it. What they did is they hid it behind a, a, a separate room right oh, yeah. and they put down like the they had like the the carpet uh mm-hmm. door thing like the like the and you have to walk through and the it's lit differently and... so what they should do yeah. is they should put the the fat people model stuff behind a like a wall There's that a you have separate... to walk through <laughs> to get to so that way they're still represented they're just represented over there yeah and they don't have to advertise it either because you don't advertise porn yeah you know i mean there's an argument to be had about should you have the models blown up at in large pictures on the windows of the stores because that's like awkward for people to walk by how much of the business is actually really morbidly obese people though that's the question it's like if it's more than 50 percent, then sure we're getting there the average female waistline i think is um what was it like 37 or or something like that i have no concept of that there are already shops that yeah. cater to that, though. It's just like, why do we need the big Lane Bryant? To be that? I don't yeah, need just... the I don't need the Victoria's Secret Lane Bryant crossover event. Uh-huh. I don't need it. I don't want it. You have two they also shops. said something stupid like, we want to make Victoria's Secret about what women want, not what men want. Not knowing that what women Has want is to, to be, be wanted by men is yeah. to be their own distorted version of what men want, which yes. men don't actually want, but it doesn't actually matter at the end of the day. <laughs> You know, kind of made sense. Yeah, like, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, hundred yes. um. <laughs> percent. The chat. Ellen Garcia says there's a scale that opens the door. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like a, it unlocks. Oh, oh my it God. unlocks the that door. That is incredible. Yeah, that it's like a, it's almost like a VIP thing. Like you want to invest in that. That's no, amazing. There, there's a, uh, there, there's, a there's an the amazing room. meme or like video where it's like it's like women who put like a, a a ruler next to the door. It says like measuring hinge dates that say they're over six feet, oh, and no. then a guy just goes up and just puts a scale down in front of the door. Oh. <laughs> 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 back bobcat said the woke don't like anything written by freemasons because freemasons have historically been anti-globalist and pro-individual freedom uh well uh, that's based uh, sign sign me up i like did my my high school thesis on like freemasonry and i still don't totally understand it Where, are you like, a 33 degree is, is that like 33 i wrote about like how the the city structure of dc is like shaped in a way to yeah. like do like sacred geometry basically Pierre charles mm-hmm. it's hard to explain but like the, the architect yeah, yeah yeah yep i don't know why the hell i know that too much time on wikipedia also I nobody knows why they know the name of the lusitania but they yeah. know it's just one of those things it's like it's like the mitochondria being the powerhouse of the cell it's just you had to know it the it's this it's like it's like hi it's the guy doing the meme it's the meme of the guy like holding the guy's head and he's yelling at him it's like it's like can you teach me how to do my tax it's like parabolas <laughs> hypotenuse <laughs> R.S. Degyorchaf said, come on, crisis party. We are getting there. We are about $20 away from it the sucks, crisis party. Like, this is why we need the crisis meter so that we don't have to keep track of it. And you guys will right. know. Exactly. I, I'm getting, we're getting crash courses in, in multitasking again today. I mean, we're already it's, multitasking it's okay. when we're doing the show. All right, guys, we're moving on. So J.K. Rowling, uh, you, know, you know what I've noticed, Mary, is that a lot of people are using the law to their advantage these days. And I do think 
think that her recent threat against that gentleman on Twitter plays a role in just how quickly the BBC is pulling back on these claims that they keep Mm -hmm. publishing in their various BBC broadcasts. So it says, BBC apologizes to J.K. Rowling for second time this month after she was accused of transphobia. There was this trans writer and broadcaster personality named Carrie Marshall who said this about J.K. Rowling. Um, that her her video game Hogwarts Legacy, which she, by the way, had nothing to do with, is only making royalties off of it, is funding the anti-trans movement and having a measurable effect on trans people's lives and potentially safety, too. They never list stats. I they just make claims. I think that's why so many trans people are concerned about the game. They say measurable effect here. Measured how? Tell me. Exactly. Tell me what the measurable effects are. Don't just throw that out there. Back it up. I want to see. And then what they do always is bring up, you know, the fact that trans people uh, are murdered at higher rates, which is true. But we're not talking about like the real reasons for that. It's not a video game. It's not because people are playing a video game with wizards in it. Obviously, and nope. if you if you are suggesting that even implicitly, you don't actually take the issue seriously, nope. and you don't actually have compassion for the people you're talking about and claiming to defend. Like, I don't. I'm not going to get into the real reasons that you could say like trans people are murdered at higher rates. They are, um, but like those reasons have nothing to do with J.K. Rowling. No, or nor this nothing. video game. Nor this video game. Nor the video it's also game. funny how normy, like how how like. Harry Potter is normie gold. It is. Like, there's a a YouTuber that I follow named Sheena Melwani. She's the ultimate normie. She's a singer. She got famous doing this series of videos called Interrupted, where she'd perform songs on her piano while her husband would just interrupt and and insult the song. (laughs) Uh, And and she's, she's a mom. She's got two kids. They do tons of just, you know, normie content. And recently, she, they were like at Universal Studios or whatever. And they were talking, she's talking about like how much she loves the, like, she's like, I swear, we didn't spend all our time at Wizarding World. And all I could think about was like, look, I live in the same world she does. If not, she's probably more internet connected because she's an influencer, right? She's got 2 million followers on Instagram and a very, very successful, uh, I think a million followers on YouTube. So she has to know that this stuff at least exists in some way, shape or form, but it doesn't stop them from talking about it. It's like, you have to kind of work in this area of the internet for this to be as insane as it is, right? Like, I was like looking through the comments, I'm like, please don't let there be like weird comments on like her family vacation. Like people think, why would you go to Harry Potter? Like, you're a bad person for going to do that. But there were no comments like that, at least not the ones that I saw. It's so weird how like, it's it's almost like where you choose to spend your time online ends up dictating your, like what the world you're going to live in is. And we're in a world right now where Harry Potter just the video game and the author are evil, but Universal Studios for some reason isn't. Uh, back to school, like, does a kid carrying like a Harry Potter binder into class, is he transphobic? Is he causing problems for an, an entire community of people? It makes no sense. There are no rules. And like you said, when they don't even provide statistics right. or vi- a viable reason as to why the numbers they might give mm-hmm. correlates to her being loosely connected to a video game that she didn't write, like it doesn't make any sense. And it's not supposed to make sense. It's just supposed to well, bring chaos. Do they chaos. think that every dollar in J.K. Rowling's bank accounts multiple mm. is 
you know, assigned and dedicated to some anti-trans movement. Yes, because they're not smart. Like, she spends money on other things. Yeah. Like, you know, clothes and vacations. She, like, goes and, and finds clothes. Real she's estate. Like, when she buys clothes, she's like, no trans person made this, right? Okay, good. I'm like, just making sure. I think J.K. Rowling probably, you know, uses her money in, like, a capitalist sense to support more companies that openly support trans people than not. Yeah, I think like most she's going around buying all the trans medicine. The most credible claim you could make is that she runs this women's shelter in Scotland that only accepts biological females in in their clinic. Yeah. Absurd. That's it. But that doesn't actually victimize anybody because there are other shelters that accept both trans and cis women, which I, I don't even like the, the, the term. What does that even mean, cis? Like, it literally just means not Normal. trans, it's but it's like one of word. these Orwellian terms that they've, like, forced on us yep. to use, and I, I resent that. I saw, like, a, a, a post the other day that was, like, really creepy about how it was, like, it was, like, a... It was basically like a, a prophetic like worshiping of they them of like of like gender non-specific pronouns. It was like they them doesn't hurt anyone. They them is inclusive. It was like this long and it was done in the vein of like professing love. Or someone like out. it was so in the corner of an weird, insane dude. asylum, like pulling their hair out right. and like just like rocking back and forth and That's you know saying picture. their mantra to themselves Remember super straight remember when super straight was a thing super oh, yeah. straight. Yeah. yeah that was a good meme actually yeah once again proving that the right is the only side that can meme yes because they were just they were just so pressed about it and had nothing alternative like anything funny to say in response is it weird it's that nothing that the left used to be able to do comedy but can't meme like you think? I mean, those same... were they able to do comedy? Yes, I think they, they were. They uh, were only like good at it in terms of like being relatable in other ways. I mean, know? the like, like by being apolitical. I can yeah. well, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm saying, but those people would still be what you would generally consider. Like Jim Carrey is a socialist. Like, but uh, I, I still love Liar Liar and Ace Ventura and all of the Jim Carrey movies. Right? Like, like what yeah. made him want to, well, to the, be yeah. so outspoken? Uh, I mean, he grew up oh. poor and talked about like he's talked about how like government assistance is like basically what kept his family going when he was younger. So that was a big that was important to him. So, but okay. it is weird. Therefore, how, socialism. Uh, I mean, I'm not connected. He's from to Canada. Dots, he's from but... Canada. So it, like he's he's sure. talking about so, it mostly. So go in, back to Canada yeah. and and never never step foot in this country um, again. He's talking about it mostly in the terms of medicine. <laughs> George Carlin was pretty liberal. He was hilarious, yes. but he was very much like I mean, free speech and anti-government. He would be heterodox, I think, if, yeah. if anything. Like he, yeah. like, you know, it's like his comparison when he talks about how you don't need a formal conspiracy to make uh, for people to take over the world is inc mm -hmm. is incredibly uh, one of the most like concise ways of explaining mm -hmm. how he talks about how interests converge. He goes, they don't need to sit in a table, uh, you know, sit around in a circle and have a meeting. They go to the same country clubs. They're on the same boards of directors. Mm -hmm. Interests converge naturally to these people. And his ability to explain that in a concise way is shocking. Like, and that was when he was being told, like, there is like, he's like, there is no conspiracy to steal elections. Uh, like mm -hmm. a guy says that to him. And he goes, he goes, there used to be seven oil companies. There's now two. There used, you know, he goes, he goes, there's two political parties. There's the illusion of choice in America. So he was as much a, a political commentator as he was a comedian. Yeah. Like, I remember somebody pushing back on me when he talked about, like, the idea about, um, like, uh, 
political correctness is just fascism with man it's just fascism masquerading as manners and somebody wrote me this really long like explanation like it's not fascism because uh it's not a threat of violence and i'm like uh dude carlin broke that down perfectly yeah. oh yeah absolutely yeah. are there yeah. any people like that today left uh what do you like 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 as like a one-to-one -one comparison of him Maybe i don't think so but like i ballpark there, there are comedians that do good work today. I mean, I think Ryan Long is doing great work at yeah. like finding a middle ground between like when he does like his his one about him being objectified at the gym is something anyone can find funny. Also, I would I would like yeah. to say that the gym community has come through hard in making fun of those people. Like, cause there are infinite skits of like hot women and men at the gym now where the woman's pretending to, she's like standing in front of a camera and like, uh, like she's like sticking her butt out and doing this and the guy's like lifting weights next to her and he's like getting a crick in his neck cause he can't like, he has to like, they're all in on it. So it's like yeah. the people in the community understand the ridiculousness of that. So that's good. Like, uh, yeah, it was like one of the most extreme examples. Social media is really the only place where you can go to now for like, heterodox or just humor that doesn't need to be political right like not I, even I, really because like imagine imagine what twitter would be like or or youtube would be like without the need to self-censor yeah um like it, we would be unstoppable actually like they just have to Put limits on that and like our our humanity honestly because... i like the sillier humor like i like i like the ones of the guy where he's like he's like knocking a cup off my table at three in the morning and it goes flying around the house and like the cup goes and it like knocks over yeah. like a table like it goes <laughs> not it goes knock stuff well, off the, table there's a so... place for that but there also has to be a place for humor that pushes more buttons than that yeah. you know and it's just not allowed now because it's considered unladylike i suppose um, it's like everyone is um, in finishing school on on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. I mean, the people that do it getting on, taught etiquette by these tyrants on the internet. Yep. Yeah. So, so the part that annoys me about the J.K. Rowling thing—it's the constant assertion that something is true without ever providing any type of statistical evidence to it, and doing it in the most hyperbolic way that takes advantage the good natured personality of most people who are just going to assume that what you're saying is true and say oh my god and that... sympathize when you yes. claim to have a play yeah and i and, which means you're gonna like burn in the lowest circle of hell yeah for doing that to to spend goodwill like that because it's a finite resource trust me and uh, like i consider myself part of that group like that, that's like who's aware of it but like there's a lot of people who want to give you the benefit of the doubt that you're taking advantage of yeah exactly because they're not aware Thoughts? My best friend is exactly that person. The, that gets taken advantage of because... The, he doesn't realize yeah. it. Well, I mean, and you got to feel bad for them, but you yeah. also, you can't lead a horse to... Like, you can't make them understand that they're being... That yeah. their goodwill is being weaponized against them. Yeah. And that... Also, J.K. Rowling did the thing where she talked about how she's not worried about her legacy, which is based. Like, well, she, does, she you, doesn't care. you seemed to think yeah. that it was kind of presumptuous that she would even opine on like her legacy what her legacy might be i think if she, i think that all of the evidence to the contrary proves that she's more concerned about issues in the here and now otherwise if she was worried about her legacy she wouldn't be talking about this stuff okay so this is from a new podcast called the witch trials of jk rowling it seems to be a limited series just talking about her life um should we play it or would that be copyrighted i think it'd be copyrighted oh okay but the the but general yeah, idea she, she was just like 
I, I don't care about the legacy I might leave behind to some people who think I'm, you know, the monster or like the witch that they need to hunt down because like I'll be dead. I'm concerned with the living and like what's going on in the here and now. And I love it. That makes sense. More people these days are worried about maybe they're not worried about their legacy, but they're definitely worried about their image. Or their how brand. people, per, or their That's brand. That's what the South Park pe- episode was yeah. about. Is like yeah. we're teaching kids now that, that they need to manage uh, their brand on digital platforms before they're even adults. And that's just a, uh, an outcome that's going to be here because now with social media being a monetiz- monetizable way of making a living. Unfortunately, it's true. And being part of kids' lives so early, right. they have to start. It's funny, too, because it's not like the idea of being told to watch what you do online, what, what you post online, didn't go back to like when we were in school. Right. Like that stuff was said to me. Yes. When I was in when I was in school, like be careful what you post online. But then it was because because the college admissions board is going to look at it, or because oh, employers yeah. are going to look at it. Now <laughs> it's be, now it's morphed into an entirely different animal. Yeah, now not posting is like you're not doing good enough. Yeah, to the college build your resume. thing is hilarious because like I'm sorry, like you'll you'll admit David Hogg to Harvard because he like writes a black lives matter poem or something what was that but you won't admit somebody who tweeted like the r word on on twitter in like 2012 there should also be like i'm so lost about our moral compass as a society there's also like there's a shocking common with these people there's a shocking like refusal to forgive people who who do stuff when they're when they're kids like, like mm-hmm. specifically when they're, they're children on the internet, yes. which is still, like, we don't put enough credit on this. It is still an incredibly new thing. There was the, um, there was a, a guy who, um, who did, like, a Spider-Man, he was making a Spider-Man fan film. He was the lead actor in a Spider-Man fan film, and he got caught, like, old DMs of his came out where he said the N-word when mm-hmm. he was, like, 15, and they canceled the movie. <laughs> People lost their jobs because this dude said some edgy stuff that he probably shouldn't have said. He was a well, kid. Well, okay, but these screenshots come from somebody who... Oh! It works! Crisis party. Thank you. These screenshots presumably come from like somebody who used to be his friend, right? Yeah. So this is a betrayal of trust, but you're the one who's supposed to say sorry. Uh, yes. Like even the presumption that you would need to be forgiven to me, like to me, I find that like way Woo. overstepping boundaries. Yeah, this is a tale of being double-crossed and who not to hire would be the person who The person who sent that. you the screenshots, yeah. exactly. Yeah, like, do you like, think wow. that you're going to be safe from liability oh when you God. just t- brought right. in a tattletale snitch? That's a moral crime. Dude, there some, was a, some geek, like... <laughs> yeah, there was a guy who posted, there was like a thing posted the other day where it was like, somebody's like, how do I report somebody with expired tabs? Like, he oh took a gosh. picture of someone's license plate. That's the world we live in now, dude. People are just yeah. not Everyone's busy a whistleblower enough, for... dude. I, I also thought about Clubhouse for this reason, because people were really, like, into Clubhouse before Woo! Twitter spaces were a thing. Yeah. And it's because you don't have a chat log. Like, yeah. obviously. It's because you're afraid of people snitching. And the reason that it was invite only is because another thing. Like, you don't want it to be open to everyone who could be spying on you and looking for the worst possible way to frame everything you say. It's invite only because it's about like 
a barrier of trust, right? That you're a mm. trustworthy person. And on Clubhouse, Clubhouse, it was a feature that like, if anyone in a Clubhouse conversation had blocked someone, they can't, they can't listen into the conversation. So if there are like 40 people in there and only one had blocked someone, the blocked person can't listen to the conversation. Yeah. Because if you are a tattletale snitch nerd, then you have lost your privileges to be included. It's called a clubhouse for a reason. It's like you are not part of our club right. because you acted out. You um, are the the snitch at the back of the class. I uh, I don't often like me like you talk a lot about shaming. Absolutely. This is what is needed. Snitch behavior in a situation like that. I mean, remember, I mean, during COVID, they were talking about people were like snitching out their neighbors for having barbecues. Like, well, my point about about Clubhouse was like Taylor Lorenz then. Oh, my God. Block. She was blocked by somebody in a Clubhouse conversation, used a sock account that she like probably bought the invite link to, used a sock account to record someone she thought said the r word in the conversation but actually had not said that and she was like oh i i thought that i heard a male voice say it and i assumed it it was this person i don't know and then she like privated her twitter like you are such a socially maladjusted freak you should go in hiding for the rest of your career over something like that i mean they're just people who'd never had friends growing up they never, they yep. never developed any type of actual social structure that required you to be not dependent, but where you had to earn a level of trust amongst a group of friends. Right. They, people talk a lot about the evils of hazing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There was a purpose to those types oh, of yeah. activities. It built a level trauma of trust. Bonding. It's trauma bonding. It's literally, it's yeah. trust I mean, yeah. built through shared humiliation. To a certain degree. Yeah. To a certain and, and degree. Like, if you played sports, that was a huge part of how you bonded with your teammates. I mean, it also comes down to, you know, the, the experiences you like have there's There's together. a level between hazing and like little St. James that we yeah. can, there's like a happy medium between What's little normal James? hazing and Epstein Island blackmail schemes. Dude, I'll tell you what. Like, I feel like a lot of, of college frats kind of get closer to like, we have blackmail material on you, therefore you owe us loyalty territory. Oh yeah. But yeah, like hazing, that's like normal social behavior that's somehow lost on us now. It's um it's funny, I've been I've been watching Buffy and the clip I posted yesterday was from this episode where the swim team is um, they turn into fish monsters and it's incredible because it's like, uh, but there's a, a scene at the beginning where basically one of them acts out and Buffy like tries to like report this dude to the to the school and he basically gets away with it scot-free because he's an athlete. And it's just, it's kind of um, refreshing to look at an, a thing like this from 20 years ago where they don't make it about the fact that he's white. <laughs> I know this is a weird aside, but it's like, uh, have you ever heard the, have you ever seen the, um, the little things that keep have you, you ever going, seen you know? the Belinda Carlisle, <laughs> the literal music video for, um, uh, what's the song? Uh, what's the Belinda Carlisle song? The, um, total eclipse of the heart. Oh, and there's yeah. the, uh, there's a, there's, you know, what literal, like literal versions of music videos were, where they play the song and a person sings the song in the, in the tune of the song, but it's just, they describe what's going on in the music video. And there's this scene in there where like a bunch of preppy guys are like toasting and they say that in the music videos and a bunch of preppy guys make a toast and they say like, um, they just basically call them douchebags. I miss the days where you just called those people douchebags and you didn't make it about race or jet or, or sex. Right? It was just the fact that they were bad people. Like anybody can be a douchebag. 
Yeah. Anybody like there is no, you know, no race or gender has a uh, has a monopoly on douchebaggery that anybody can do that. It's a it's a bit of an aside, but it just it, it comes mm-hmm. into play because we were talking about hazing and stuff like that. Well, it's the same thing as like mansplaining, like just being condescending doesn't really yeah. know a gender. I love right. the yeah. I love the meme. It says like mansplaining says it's when you're explaining things to a woman. Mm-hmm. So when a man explains things to a woman, shows a guy explaining it to a girl. <laughs> A guy explaining mansplaining to a woman. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got some super chats there. We got a couple. Um, what is the first? Who is the first one? We are looking for. I'm probably not up to date here. Uh, we are at uh, hypothesis. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. He said we want privacy. Oh no, we want privacy. privacy. We want privacy. Uh, we have to live through this nightmare. Well, we have to. To, with a megaphone go around yeah, we're given millions of dollars to talk about ourselves that is a fantastic example of good comedic writing though a, 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 a privacy world tour is a fantastic yeah. comedy bit mm-hmm. like I love it R. Fontanez said no cap Mark Wahlberg will totally pray the rosary with you on the Hallow app not an ad space is fake whoop whoop he's um, yeah, I've, yeah I've, I've heard of the app I haven't downloaded it because I think you need to pay for it i'm mark Wahlberg is great like choosy, I, but yeah mark, he's awesome mark mark Wahlberg is one of those dudes where like and, and look i'm always like remember we're never blind to the idea that these people have pasts and a lot of it could be an act but i i choose to be <laughs> selectively delusional when well, i there need to are be. the celebrities that routinely post uh you know the ash wednesday selfie oh it, year. Th- that's a that's and a I big don't one mind that at all that's a big one another way you can tell like if you're looking for ways to to suss out based people uh if they post usually if they post veterans day or memorial day stuff they yeah. tend to lean that way like all of the members of seal team the show like, seal team post I, stuff I love about that a sign day. that you're sane is that you don't despise the our military. country and people yeah. in the military. That's, that's exactly what it is. That. Like, what? I made <laughs> How my, have we gotten uh, to this point? Facebook banner, the uh, American flag on, like, July 4th, 2018, knowing that, like, <laughs> the day this is, you know, flagged for being inappropriate, is the, that's the end. It's kind of a litmus test. I, I did. It's funny. I did that, and Facebook wouldn't let me change it. What? It wouldn't what? let me. It kept, it kept erroring out. Like, That's weird. Like when you try to make it the flag. Yeah. Do you think like, that it was? I mean, it could just been a, a, a glitch. I, I'm not. <laughs> a, I mean, yes, it was met. It was Zuckerberg. He's anti-American. China, China. <laughs> they, he's quoting a China he's one. Bought and paid for by the Chinese government, and I don't think. I think. I think Mark Wahlberg understands just how much influence I have, and he has to prevent me from from spreading my pro-America message. Right. I am a threat. You could ruin him. I could. I could. Caper2x said, so Mary is 0.33 degrees Mason. That's the highest level of masonry, right? I don't know I believe anything a about 30 degree, 33 degree Mason is the highest level of masonry. I'm, I'm totally I don't guessing. Thought, I don't think women can be Masons, though. I can don't think they? they can. Yeah. Anyway, two thumbs up to Disney Plus National Treasure, the Edge of History TV series, worthy sequel to the movie, Brett. Look, man, I love you, but... <sighs> But you're wrong? No, I haven't watched it, but I'm just saying I, there's only so many hours in the day. I have a <laughs> lot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer to watch. And, so many And like, like as much as I would love to love it, <laughs> the idea that, that they won't even put Nicolas Cage into it to, until season two is abhorrent, disgusting, it's unfathomably it wrong. 
Why are they not putting Nicholas Cage? Because he's a white dude. You know he accepted the role. I'm sure. Yeah, like, like, uh, so, so no Nicholas. He's going to be in the second season. I heard. I mean, like, maybe, maybe I missed something. Maybe he's in the in the first season. But like, I was told that he wasn't going to be in the first season. And look, I just, I got a lot to watch right now. I got a lot to watch. I just started The Pretender on Amazon. I'm suffering through the Amazon Prime interface. We've watching... got Cocaine Bear tomorrow. We've though. got Cocaine Bear. Ooh, anybody here want to watch? Uh, I'll do we have, watch that. Yeah. Like, uh, Brick. Yeah. Yeah. Cocaine Bear. We're we're excited. Mm -hmm. Did Blood and Honey come out already? Am I late to the yeah. party? Yeah. Oh. yeah. The party on oh, so but it's still out, I think. I was talking. There there was a comment the other day that was talking about how they're like, uh, Brett just wants like better propaganda, and I was thinking like everything that comes from a writer has a certain level of what they choose to focus on becomes a level of propaganda. I was like, what would the propaganda have been in in um, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? The only thing I can really think of is he doesn't attack, he only attacks women pre like without being preempted. Like he attacks the men because the men come after him, but he goes at, but, the, but they go after the women just cause. You guys are spoiling it for me. Well, I didn't, I didn't uh, like, okay. You think it's like a commentary? Somebody said that, like, there was a, there was an article written by AV Club that, that didn't really say that, but I was trying oh, to think Oh, like, like, he waited for the dudes to provoke him, I but, guess? But he went after, but they went after the women on their own, right? I'm like, mm -hmm. so, like, if there's a movie with very little in the way of propaganda, you could say that, I guess it's, like, maybe it's propaganda that uh, all people that live in the country are hicks and dumb, which they kind of portray, but Even it's not really a, a central the theme. British countryside. Yeah. You can still know. be a hick in a. Can you be a hick in another country? I do, do they have an equivalent? But they can just be considered dumb and uh, and uncivilized because they're not from the city. Maybe. Like that's still snobbish yeah. behavior in the writing, right? So it's like you can you can find some level of propaganda in everything. Like every military show that I loved, and I get that I bet you most of the people here or, or that watch would love is still military propaganda. Absolutely. Like, it's like, they, like, they want, you watch old episodes of NCIS Los Angeles, and they just love talking about the frickin' the, the Patriot Act. We're gonna, we're gonna hold you under the Patriot Act. Yes, that was propaganda, too. It's just, people just want the propaganda they like. Mm -hmm. They just want the stuff that appeals to them. Blue Heart said, have a great night, ladies and Mary. <laughs> Well, uh, that's not nice. No, like if he, if he was an it's athlete, an insult to everybody. No, if he was, <laughs> yeah. it, it's a, it would be an insult to marry to the guys. It could be read as like when you're when you play sports, your coach will call you ladies to oh. uh, get you to get yourself in gear. It's like a fraternal thing, yes. I guess. Yep. Chris said that was Wayne's World, the scene where they were bowing to Alice Cooper <gasps> after his speech on Native tribes. Yes, it's after um, he says uh, Milwaukee is like Milwaukee. It's Algonquin for the good land. It's also uh, the the line in the end that's tied there is uh, is the part where he plays the "May I Help You" riff in the guitar store. And then he plays the guitar and he starts playing Stairway to Heaven. And the guy stops him and points to a sign next to a stairway. It says, no stairway allowed. And he goes, no stairway. Denied. It's incredible. <laughs> Tacti Plotty said, Tacti Plotty will be the new George Carlin. No avocado. There you go. Shout out to Tacti Plotty. No I've avocado is the new no cap. I don't know if you could see it. I got a sticker. Oh, yeah. Hey. Good quality stickers. Good quality let's, sticker. uh, let's hold off on the rest. And we got, somebody okay. said Brett just setting off the crisis meter because no. We have we have are made you it. Track still? We have I am still keeping track. So okay. we have made it. Uh, so we are gonna keep going, guys. 
so after J.K. Rowling, this is the one I, we probably should have led with this one because it's absolutely bonkers. It is. James yeah. Cameron says that he can relate to Thanos' plan to just off billions of people. That am, is, I, am I vindicated now on saying that Way of Water was extremely anti-humanity? Look, I yeah. think when it boils down to it, it's great for a soundbite, but I think he's edgelording to be like, to keep his himself If he's edgelording, he's way too old to be doing that. <laughs> yes, like the, the criticism should be like, a hey, dork, you're, you're... So the, you're... He's, he's talking about this because there's like the, the tree-hugging climate propaganda from avatar that was you know not really accepted back in 2010 as much by executives but he went ahead with it and it was well liked yeah i think in spite of that and then now movies like infinity war are using a similar plot line where like the earth is so like ravaged by human corruption and like uh, just like it's it's so polluted both spiritually and and actually in the environment that you have to like destroy part of humanity to keep the earth alive that's thanos's belief system, nobody's right? better at propaganda than the people who make videos about uh climate change it's the the music is super well, serious that, and it's scary the same thing mm. as assisted suicide and yep. euthanasia essentially yep. so here's what james cameron said it might have been a joke it might not have been he said i can relate to thanos i thought he had a pretty viable answer the problem is nobody is going to put up their ha hand to volunteer to be the half that has to go it has to be like he he's too smart he's he's He'll not be an like, idiot and i think white males with should too much testosterone in their bodies go should first go first uh, on the on the on the ship it'd be cool if he turned it into a flat earth thing he's like and we're gonna fill a boat of people to push off the edge of the earth and white men are gonna be the first ones on that boat and we're gonna measure you by testosterone level and then off the side of the planet and you it's, go it's crazy to hear that from him because like his whole career is actually like quite impressive if you think about yeah, it. Like, oh, yeah. his track record. I think he was like a truck driver before and Me like too. <laughs> he was like really? very yeah. um like started from from square one and made an empire and made a name for himself and that's like a really good thing and he did it through like blood sweat maybe tears but also just like a pioneering spirit that is in essentially masculine yep. and requires yeah. testosterone and it's now like he wants, he to, wants tell... to turn on that well no it's like no it's pulling or the he's ladder eliminating up. the competition pulling by the ladder up now claiming right. that that's like yeah testosterone is a toxin this, it's like with it's like with joaquin phoenix after he wins his award talking about how we make, need to make changes to help uh, marginalized communities they always pull the ladder they're actually really talented when you think about it because what they do is they pull the ladder up behind un, you know behind them while patting themselves on the back at the same time it's right. actually quite a feat the dexterity the dexterity it's yeah it's, it's, sure. it's good i'm impressed look he's he's an edgelord he's a dork I, what he, if he was serious i feel like that okay i don't know who reads we, time we would magazine need to see anymore the interview. but like uh they didn't really write it in a way that suggested he was or joking they point out. that out in the article. They're like, yeah, we couldn't tell if he was kidding or not. So, yeah. you know, that's that's good, I guess. Yeah. Like, uh, imagine, like, um, who, who would be an equivalent of someone like, uh, imagine Donald Trump said this. The articles oh, yeah. that would I mean, be written imagine would be incredible. Right. 
Like unhinged former president declares his love of the idea of depopulating. Another the thing is this Time article starts by saying James Cameron wanted a vegan set on Avatar: The Way of Water. Anything less would be hypocritical. So he's talking about the the catering essentially yeah. that he ordered for the crew and the cast. It had to be vegan because, quote, we couldn't lecture oil companies and turn around and eat hamburgers. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I, genuine question. Why? Why not? I'm actually why asking it, that. Why, why is it that like the only changes we can talk about making in regard to like saving the climate are changes that reduce my individual quality of life? Meaning shorter showers. Well, you ride on less private meat. jet. Yeah, le less animal products. I can't wear leather, and you get to ride on private jets around the globe, um, preaching at us. Yeah, uh, or they just fly to wherever. But they we need don't to have go. to they talk to about drive. like the mega corporations that actually. I mean, we we don't talk about like the actual polluters uh, of the of the earth. China and India. <laughs> Exactly. China's <laughs> China and India's mega corporations yes. that are not regulated in any way. Uh, it, it, it's going to go on unrelated, but it's just like yeah. I'm, I'm fed up with this. And why is it coming from somebody who has no expertise on the matter? So I can't wait for like the document. OK, this would be great. There would be a documentary, like a Hulu documentary one day about the, the cast and crew or they about the crew. Like eventually, like one crew member, like a camera operator will start a, a, and like a, a social media page and they'll get famous. And one day they'll make a documentary about his job trying to live vegan on the set of Way of Water. I want to find out like, what the carbon footprint of Way of Water is is like like i'm picturing him like uh he's like trying to get the shot but he can't keep his hands up because he's so damn tired because right. he's got no I energy because he's got no meat if you really calculate it objectively it must take a bigger carbon footprint to process fake meat products yeah. than to just give people real meat just right? lecturing people while making the movie which has a carbon footprint is annoying think of the trans people mary Honestly, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to do better. Do better. I'm going to listen, and I, I see you. I hear you. You're valid. Like, the, the, I mean, native avatars I'm learning. didn't have real food to eat either, so. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm trying, still learning. You know. Here's a, this could be a pushback. This could be a pushback. What if time, like, what if he actually did, like, say, I'm just kidding, but, and they just cut that shit out of the interview. <laughs> they're just like, they're like, let's make him look as unhinged as possible. James Cameron just thinks he's the shit, and it's, like, frustrating because in a lot of ways he is. He sounds like a guy who lost an Oscar to his ex-wife. Wait, is this true? Hurt Locker. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Oh, eight, 2010. Okay. Yeah. Huh. He's he's still bitter about it. And now he, all of what he does is like compensating. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, they made a South Park episode about that. Yeah. Where he kept raising the bar. Yeah. <laughs> the just... the Leo DiCaprio not getting an Oscar meme kind of went on for too long. Oh yeah, sleeping naked. Well, yeah. When he finally horse, got like, it, oh. like when he finally got it, they were like, it's like so anticlimactic. How did you get it for <laughs> yeah. for re the Revenant, but not for Wolf of Wall Street? Like oh that, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it, and also kind of further proves the point that it's all just kind of fake anyways, right? right. Like if you're giving cared about Oscars anyway. If it was actually about the art, it would uh, it wouldn't matter that he hadn't won it yet. It would matter that it was the yeah. right movie to it. But they actually start talking about Oscars in this article as well and like the nature of, you know, low budget Oscar bait preachy type of movies. 
Um, Maybe you could say Tar is one of them versus the big blockbusters like Way of Water. Um, How, you know, the blockbusters are overlooked when it comes to awards season because, um, you know, it takes away supposedly from the prestige of the award and like what it means for art. But um, I thought about this like as analogous to record labels, like you have the big artists that are like commercially viable, like a Taylor Swift or like, you know, Billie Eilish or all of these rappers, you know, like all of these big names make it possible for the record label to also fund smaller artists that then you know get a platform off of it so like the blockbuster brings people to the theaters and the theaters are then able to show movies that don't make them a profit because people go to the movie theater to see way of water and not to see tar yeah that's the i mean in a lot of ways you they owe a lot of ecosystem that is like that you should recognize it as a symbiotic relationship because like they have such an elitist mentality it's like a zero-sum game between real art and like commercial product. You could look at you could look at they Way can. of Water as commercial art. That's not like at the very least it has a message that seems to. Yeah, be I'm like saying it's like a deeply, false dichotomy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, like it's it's funny because I mean that's one of the things that I talk a lot about. I, I talk a lot about the idea of like commercial the where art and commerce constantly intersect. You get the and it's the it's the executives versus the artists. Which is why uh, when when certain people get too much power, it doesn't always work. Look at what happened when Patty Jenkins finally got to... She didn't just get to direct the movie. She got to write and direct Wonder Woman 2. Look how that turned out. Uh, a lot of people would make the argument that George Lucas, not having anyone to tell him no when they made the prequels, wasn't necessarily a good idea. Like uh, art and commerce, they you do need people that say no. You do need people that understand the consumer every bit as much as you understand the art. It's why marketing is such an art form for them, right? Like there are a whole genre or genres of movies that are very hard to market because it's not easy to cut a trailer in a way that will bring people to the theaters. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times they're not expecting those movies to make a ton of money in the theaters anyways. A lot of those movies were expected to make a little bit of money in the theaters and a lot more money on home video mm-hmm. and DVD sales. But the problem is, is that's not headline worthy. Back to like the the headline worthy statement that he made though, like about Thanos. I think whether he was being an edgelord and just joking around or whether he was stone cold serious about what he said. I wish we could see his face. I think it comes from actually like a genuine belief system that he thinks like humanity is a problem that needs Mm. to be extinguished. The the climate activist in him makes it far more likely that he's actually nuts and believes this. Like he is, you know, from what it seems, militantly vegan thinks that that's a solution to anyone's problems, which is like eye roll level stupid. Um, (laughs) And he he made this movie, you know, for all of its its strong points, which I'm totally willing to talk about too, it does have an anti-humanity message. And also I think it kind of demonizes the like human pioneering instinct that has exploration like, of exploration but also just like our our draw to like just survival mm-hmm. like imagine this world where the earth is uninhabitable 
and maybe it has something to do with um you know natural consequences of our actions but it's also just like something that was totally out of our control and we need to survive by colonizing a different planet and it happens to have another species why is that 100 percent you know seen as a a moral uh why is wrong. back why, why, why is, like why is it wrong that we want to survive and it's right that the navi want to survive yeah. why is that and why are the navi somehow inherently more uh enlightened and a, ethical than us well the idea would be why because... do they have harmony with their with their planet and yeah. with their creatures but we have lived in disharmony with our planet and our like animals yeah for all of human history it just doesn't make any sense other than a fundamental belief underneath the story that human beings are just you know inherently evil inherently evil and should be eliminated also at what point do you just accept that um maybe the people that are now pushing forward to colonize another planet or the people that regrettably understand that that rolling back will never work and that maybe the planet is beyond saving but that wasn't their decision they did not like assume right. that that was true right are you to demonize the people who now have to inherit that inherit that problem exactly the people who yeah. are running the military in way of water they were born into an unha uninhabitable earth yeah they're forced to survive that doesn't make them bad and that doesn't make them bad yeah i mean um oh i forget the villain's name now uh i already forgot <laughs> the guy in avatar yeah, the guy who's like trying to kill Jake Sully. Yeah, I Google it. Yeah, I heard name. <laughs> but like, yeah, you can say he as an individual is a bad guy, but he's also like, I feel like James Cameron um, positioned him as like representing humanity's worst. It's like Colonel aspects. Miles Rick Quartrich. Oh Quaritch, yeah, Quartrich. Yeah, Quartrich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but like, I just I didn't appreciate that undercurrent, but I can also recognize that there was a good like family structure shown and a strong father figure shown yeah. um, in Jake Sully. And that's something we don't often see in movies now. It's uh, it's kind of shocking to me that that's as rare as it is, mm -hmm. but not really. Like when when I think about the way that entertainment has gone in the last twenty or thirty years, but I, I don't know if I don't know if he was serious. Mm -hmm. But his his climate change activism, like that, is an absolute that is absolutely a talking point from plenty of people totally. who aren't willing to admit that you know maybe before we do that we discuss China and India. Well, once again, but before it's, we before we take out half the planet, let's talk about like places other than America. The climate stuff right? is once again an ethical posturing where like your ethical decisions are only refraining from doing things. Yeah, like it's so easy and low effort to say you're a moral person and a virtuous person just because you refrain from doing X and Y. The, uh, I guess it's like, like like eating meat. You refrain from you know keeping the right. faucet Why don't on you while go you pick up brush trash your teeth or something. And Elon, you're a good virtuous person because you recycle. Like no, like you should be seen as virtuous because you have compassion for people. Yeah. You know. I, I guess also maybe there's also there's a distinction here between like people that are doers and people like for for a person who's not like an Elon Musk who can start a company or is really intelligent and can work towards plausible outward solutions. 
rolling mm -hmm. back is like how a person with a good heart but maybe not the intelligence to work on the problem itself feels like they're involved and i don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with that i think what becomes wrong with it is when it's weaponized against the population I mean, why people with agendas? Why is being good at making movies not enough for him? Honestly, you think, what I'm right? wondering. You'd and then think. he's also kind of—it's uh, expressed in this interview as well that he's cut out his way in Hollywood to be a jerk face, and people appreciate him for it. A and jerk it's like face? for being a jerk face. Yeah, like, he's he's made like his about brand. you know the shoot of Titanic and how emotionally taxing it was for Kate Winslet, and she hinted that she wouldn't work with James Cameron again because he would just like be a jerk and yell at people all the time yeah. um, across the cast and crew of all levels. And on one hand, that's because you need to be tyrannical in order to like get a product made. A good director has to be tyrannical. Like, there's a when, limit, though. No, no. I, I, okay, yeah. Uh, there's yeah. A, there's I don't a know. bit I of a... At, uh, when what? it comes to like ruining Shelley Duvall's uh, like, mental health, like, because of making a movie like but did they film it? is it right no did it make the product better you could argue that right um it will you'll get better results uh going the more tyrannical route than you will going the olivia wilde route you will like collaborate olivia wilde which route? is like we're all like everyone's having got sex in, with your cast yes uh, well that too uh, everyone has input uh, everyone's respected this and that those are fantastic slogans and buzzwords but that's you know not that's how even good... more toxic than having yeah. the the anger on the outside it's not how actual <laughs> corporate art gets made at that level it's just not there's too many moving there's too many moving pieces there's too many people to manage there's too much to do that it can't be a wooey kumbaya let's all get together and get along thing it's they've still got deadlines they've got financiers they've got a, like expectations that they need to meet right like they're looking to make a profit and you don't profit off feelings it's like when people say like you don't like twitter you know twitter likes don't you know don't fill your bank account like it's not going to work you have to, at a certain point, decide that if it's your vision, it's your project, or in this case, if it's, uh, I mean, James Cameron, he writes and directs, right? So if you're the director and a studio puts you in charge of this project, a studio that's not Marvel, who's really <laughs> the one that's in charge, you're expected to deliver on something. And, you know, at least back in the day before you failed upwards in Hollywood, mm -hmm. now you fail upwards. Now they're like, fantastic, not making money on, any money on that movie. How about helming Good this Marvel? Good for you. And it's funny, too, because <laughs> it, we see it as failing upward. But if anything, they're actually given less control. When they, get, when they finally get that big Marvel movie, they're, doing, they're actually getting less control and being less creative it's than the they would be on their own projects. It's of yeah. getting an opportunity to yeah, create something. And I think they know that and they still are happy with it because they're emotional kindergartners. Well, and it's the same thing as the people who they've accepted that they're going to be tokenized and they're okay with it. It's like when you're like, uh, you're playing, you know, checkers with an adult as a kid and they let you win. Yes. Like it's literally that. They're like, oh. And they're like happy about it. They like to know that they're being proselytized to. And they know that there will be social media, like, <laughs> like they're uh, like, sure, I'm not going to get to actually have any say or creative input in this movie, but there will be articles written about me. I will be lauded as some type of amazing artist. And maybe that's enough to keep them warm at night. Maybe I just being, so. maybe the illusion of being uh, seen as like an auteur director or as somebody who's actually talented. And some of them, you know, I'm not saying that they're not talented, I'm saying, but the, the all of the adulation that they will receive is enough for them. Therefore, you know, maybe 
the business person inside them says, maybe it's not true in this respect, but it will lead to my, to the opportunity, the, the, the clout I will gain by doing this movie. However, little input I may have may lead to me being able to have more input on the next one because my status will have been raised in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. Even if it is kind of a bit lame. All right. We got a couple of super chats and then we got one more thing at the end there. Mm -hmm. Um, Clef the Misfit said, y'all should really read Michael Malice's new book, The White Pill, which details the rise and fall of the Soviet Union. It's wild how easy people would snitch to the worst forces in humanity merely for a sense of superiority. Uh, I mean, we're seeing that more and more every day now. It's called The White Pill? It sounds more like The Black Pill. Or The Red Pill. And by the but way, we are we are right. Little, Soviet red. We are yeah. about twenty dollars away from another crisis party. I have to give like verbal updates now. Yeah, like it's this, like like it's a sucks. damn telethon. It's not a telethon. Um, John S said, "Mary is blueface for this episode." The what? isn't that a oh no that's blue pants. There's a wrestler named Blue Pants. It's a girl. I don't get the blueface. Uh, does it have to do with the the maybe I don't know. Blueface uh, ashes are not blue. Shane H. Wilder said Shakespeare would be hated today for more than likely being Catholic. Brett, Chris, and Carter keep on rocking. Mary, may this Lenten season bring you even closer to the Lord. Peace be with all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nice message. That was very nice. Yeah. No, he, I think Shakespeare would be, be hated today because he's a black woman. Wouldn't like, he love just like yeah, just like Anne Boleyn is a is a yeah. is a mm-hmm. is a black woman. Um, is the next one from Thousand Foot Deep End, or am I wrong? Uh, say it again. Was the next one from Thousand Foot Deep End? Steve oh. Ryman. Guess me every time. Okay, I'm. We did it, even with our broken crisis meter today, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, so was that it kind of got me? No, me too. The, I, uh, it's, it's, is there any communication between you two on that crisis party? Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. Denied. Uh, it's from Steve Ryman. Um, yeah, I can't read that one. It says, I grew up in oh, West Virginia and, brought in, and bought into the stereotype that geography dictates intelligence until I traveled and realized there is no monopoly on ignorance. Oh, I've like uh, some of the most closed-minded people, or at least the ones set the most in their ways, are our friends, uh, are, are like people that I've known from the city. Not necessarily friends, but people that I know that have friends and see like my friends are like that. Because you're used to small, compact spaces, and yeah. your mind like essentially becomes smaller because of it. Like like the the dreaded incident where like you're with your friends and like they have other friends over like that you don't know, and you're like, oh my god, I can't. Then stand they leave these, the room. Like, I can't stand these people. Um, Corn pop. He said. Target confirmed. And then... I think that might be like... When when he has like the US, US, I think those are like actually American flags or something. No, USA, US, it just says US, 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 US. Yeah, I don't know. Paper 2X. Um, oh, I can't, I can't says, scroll uh, that one either. That's... Says, Brett, that was a general recommendation for all. By the way, Freemasonry has a central role in the series. Mary, it is a 33 degrees, no such thing. Or point, or it's like zero, zero, like zero, 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 point three, three degrees, no such thing. I, I don't know am I reading that about one? that. I, I, I'm not a Mason, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Um, Do you see Thousand yes. Foot Deep End? Yeah, okay. okay. Thousand Foot Deep End said, talk about reducing an individual's way of life. An actual Wall Street Journal headline, 
to save money, maybe you should skip breakfast. Yeah, yeah there was there was a bad. I mean, it's, it's good advice for losing weight. Maybe there was a good uh, there was a Babylon B meme that said like uh, members of Joe Biden recommends uh, citizens of East Palestine, uh, East Palestine, Ohio, skip water for Lent. <laughs> um, and then um, what was it? And then there was a Pox article that was satirized. Just drink more surge to stay oh, hydrated. Man, let's That's go. There, answer. There was a there was a Pox article satirizing the the one she's talking about uh, that says the Wall Street Journal one that said uh, to save money maybe skip breakfast lunch and dinner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there's one more under that from Blue Heart who says y'all better dance because we have the crisis part. Thank you, Blue Heart. Oh, thank you, Blue. Yeah. Thank you, Blue Heart. Thank you. All right, guys. We got a... Th- this is bonkers on the way. Do you guys remember Austin Powers? Of course. Austin yeah. Powers? Okay, so a would-be bomber threatens to <laughs> blow up the Hollywood sign, but calls the wrong cops with his demands. Oh, my God. I hate it when that happens. I'm so sad that this <laughs> didn't actually happen, because it would be, like, the perfect victimless crime. Like, well, <laughs> nobody lives there? Like, I guess there would be, exactly. like, property I damage. mean, it would be hilarious if, if he got away with this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what either needs to happen is is someone blowing up the Hollywood sign or just every every city should just have a sign like that so that Hollywood isn't special anymore. And the the, the problem was, guys, he called um Hollywood, Florida. I oh, hate it when that man. happens. Man. Uh it's funny, there's a pro wrestler named Dolph Ziggler who hails from Hollywood, Florida, and I'm always like, Really? Hollywood, Florida? So like a Manhattan, Florida? Palestine, Ohio. Palestine, Ohio? Very confusing. I guess uh, there's Manhattan Beach. Manhattan Beach is in California, right? <laughs> oh, that's true. Yes. He yeah. was, in exchange, asking for $10,000. <laughs> to not blow it up? <laughs> to, 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 wow. Yeah, to not blow to it up. To stop him from blowing Like a whole ten grand, huh? The police are going to give it? that to him? Like, it's the, not a lot. The police are like, that's a rounding error on our Just budget. Bank, like, uh, I guess the police wouldn't say that. It's about how that, much it would take to repair it. That's like what his bail would be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, charge. Actually, I have no 10%. like sense of how tall the Hollywood sign actually pretty, is. pretty tall. It's... So like when you were saying like nobody lives there like no they they do like really? at the bottom you literally just go up the hill and it's Hollywood signs right there yeah so there are people that live right next to it I mean not like next next inside like, like, the letters there because I went I, <laughs> I watched this like guy Richie Rich yeah I watched this guy make a vlog no? about like going walking up to the Hollywood sign and apparently you're not allowed to get near it you're not allowed to I, do a lot of stuff but you know and and they paint. were there were like people. They're watching it like they have security, I suppose, yeah. watching it all the time. Yeah. So I don't think anyone would get hurt, right? Hurt. Well, if the Hollywood sign were blown up. I mean, what kind of bomb is he? I guess it it's, gonna, can't be yeah. a nuke, but. Right. Mary's like I trying think it would to be harmless. I think it would be harmless. Are there people that live at the and bottom funny. of the... So you don't want the stuff cla- like yeah, falling down? Yeah, you don't want the stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay, more likely. Spray just paint like, it. Like vandalize draw a, it draw somehow. a dick on the Hollywood sign. That's what you're I'm okay it. with that. Spray, spray yeah. paint a dick on the Hollywood sign. Yeah. That's what I say. Don't do that. Well, do they, it. I'm sure they clean it all the time too. They don't clean anything in Hollywood. Come on. No, no. <laughs> they'll they'll keep the streets covered in used needles and human feces, mm-hmm. but the Hollywood sign needs to stay clean and, and For the presentable. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like, you know, you like you go down Hollywood Boulevard and there's all the tents everywhere, but you go up into <laughs> the hills and everything's nice and I okay. I hated this part of, of Quantumania where um the daughter 
I've already forgotten all of their names. But, like, the daughter says um, that she was, like, arrested and, and thrown in jail for protesting the, like, San Francisco's uh, police from clearing a tent city. Like, what? literally yeah. his daughter says that she, she got arrested um, for the first time, or no, the second time, um, protesting a, a tent city in San Francisco, uh, like a tent city of homeless people in San Francisco getting cleared in the middle of the night or something. They were protesting, clear, clearing it out? Yeah. I love the world we live in these days, dude. Literally, that was in the, the mm. beginning of Ant-Man Quantumania. Like, that was their, like, see, she's an activist, so you should like her. Like, I don't know if they understand she's it. She's a like, rebel. Maybe, maybe she I'm She wants just, San Francisco to be, to be, a, to be a, a wreck. Like, <laughs> like, unlivable shithole. It's, like, it's great. Literally. And this is related to, to superheroes somehow. Like, am I the only one who, like, there's no faster way for me to not like someone than to find out that they're an activist <laughs> of any sort? Yeah. Yep. Not only that, but she's a child activist. It's even worse. It's even worse. You're just a dork. Like, you're just, you just have yeah. no friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. nobody likes you. Sorry, like, you're only around you. people like that that like you because you can hold a sign, not because they actually want to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go now, do something with your life. All of the annoying activists are watching the Marvel movie being like, she's just like me. <laughs> In their N95 masks. In their N95. As they yeah. go, oh, I can't wait for the next one. <laughs> can't wait for the next post-credit scene, man. It's gonna be amazing. Like, uh, like you're telling me that um, that Hank Pym or Tony Stark haven't figured out the homeless crisis yet? <laughs> like, you couldn't give them like uh, like shrinking tents that allow them to not look like a problem. Maybe that's what they should have done. They should have given they them, them. They should have given them shrink like tents that shrink so that they can not look like such a like a pox on the community. It'll take up less space. I mean, that's that's not any better than uh, than being mad at them for clearing them out. They're still homeless. Mm-hmm. Like, just- yeah, and and that also implies in the movie that. The San Francisco law enforcement do actually their, do does their job. their job or like cares yeah. about yeah. keeping the city safe and clean. They obviously in the real world do not. It would be even funnier if she's like like somebody's going there to like they've got the poop patrol guy going around picking up all the poop in San Francisco and the guy picking up the needles and she's like, How dare you pick up the needles and like uh, what are we supposed to be doing? Or like or maybe she signs up oh, or she could have been can, part of she can shrink herself down with the suit yes. and get inside a homeless person's needle and then and then get like enter the vein. their veins she gives them narcan yeah she, she del- to prevent <laughs> an overdose this is really sick i'm, I'm sorry this is getting Clones so twisted a bunch. um look i'm i'm down but they started it you know the, it's their fault like that it's it's funnier in fact if they it had been edgier if she was part of like she was like a city worker who was on poop patrol in san francisco or cleaning up needles from people walking on. Then she looks downtrodden, like, "Oh my god, my job is so miserable." Like she's more, she's more likable in that respect, right? She's got a job she hates, but she does it anyway because it's important for the city. Mm-hmm. Like I'm down for that. Let's do that. I don't want any more. I mean, or do we just like not set things in San Francisco? It's time to ban activism. We need to become activists against Actively activism. Against- 
Yes, it's not enough to just not be an activist. You must be actively anti-activist. Every time you see one, you should point and laugh. I don't care if it's a person you agree with. Laugh at them anyways. Like people who went to the, what was that Martin, like the thing on Saturday or the, the Sunday, the, the um, anti-war protest, like, ha, ah, dorks. Like, you know, <laughs> just laugh at them. Laugh at everybody. Activism's <laughs> lame. Yeah. All right. And somebody somewhere's like, ah, that, that, that war's bad. Like, yeah, I know war's bad. Activism's bad, too. You don't have to convince True. me of it, man. Yeah, yeah I don't need Jeez. somebody holding up a sign to tell me uh, that, that war is bad. Thank you. All right. All right. Chris, man, thank you so much. Of course. Let everyone know where they can find you. Um, you can find me at TimCast.com. Click the Read tab. Uh, follow at Timcast News on Twitter, Instagram, and now we have a Facebook. Oh. I don't, I don't know if it's Timcast News. I think that's Tim's actual page. It might be Timcast Newsroom. I'm pretty sure that's it. Uh, and then uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Man of Burt. Thanks, right. guys. Thank you, Carter, my friend. Let everyone know where they can find you. Yo, you can find me anywhere at Carter Banks, with the exception of Instagram, which it's Carter Banks 4L. Um, Got some music updates for you. We recorded a music video this weekend, or last weekend, I should say. Everything went better than I could have possibly imagined, and it's super sick, and I can't wait to release this. Um, so follow TimCast Music on YouTube and Trash House Records everywhere as well. Excellent. Also, we have the new sign behind you. You see the new sign behind you? It's very bright, I did. Bright, I saw it when actually. I came in. I love yeah. it. Does it look as bright? It's on... not bright enough. Yeah, um, it's on the screen. screen on the screen, it is. But yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. I was... uh, I've, uh, I've, uh, yeah, we're gonna expand it. Oh, we got one more here, Mary, from Potatoes for Seamus. Potatoes for Seamus said, "Hail Bertman." Ooh, I like Bert that Man one. or Bertman? Bertman sounds Bert a little Man. bit uh, Man. with a bunch of potato emojis. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, Mary, I think we're all caught up. You can find pictures of me on Instagram at Mary Archived, or send me hate on Twitter. That's also Mary Archived. Um, still working on my presence on like Weibo, WeChat, <laughs> really, uh, MySpace, um, Friends, Zanga. Wait, what? Zanga. Friendster. Friendster. Um, Friendster is the way to go. Live Journal, etc. Parlor, Truth Social. I'm gonna be everywhere, guys. Um, will be. I'll be unescapable. All right, uh, guys, thank you for dealing with all of the tech issues that we had here today. Uh, it was a ton of fun to try and do this manually. Let's, let's never do it again, huh? Uh, <laughs> Please. Uh, but uh, before Hopefully you go, no problems yeah. tomorrow, right? Exactly. Uh, before you go, could you hit the like button? Could you leave a comment on this video? Uh, leave us hate mail, uh, hate comments or comments to the positive. Uh, if you enjoy the things that you've seen here, subscribe to the channel if you have not done so already and hit the notification notification bell i never say the hit you know hit the you notification you gotta say bell. ring the bell uh ring the bell uh so you always get notified when we go live every day at 3 p.m or just set like an alarm on your phone you could do that uh we got one more there mary one more came through thousand foot deep end said almost forgot carter love the new pcc outro oh, will it be thanks. going up on any streaming platforms like where tales from the inverted world you know what that's a great question and i've got an answer that i'm working on getting right now perfect okay. uh keenan smith in the chat says holding a picket sign that says no say no to protesting i'm so down <laughs> we're I'm gonna so protest down. protesting i am so down anti-protest baby <laughs> guys uh if you want to follow me you can follow me on instagram and twitter at brett dasvick there's one more from potatoes for seamus 99 cents without a message thank you my friend thanks uh for the show we are here monday through friday 3 p.m eastern standard time that is noon pacific if you would like to listen to this podcast we are on amazon music 
Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. And if you'd like to follow the show on social media, we are on Twitter at popculture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at popculturecrisis, and on Instagram at popculturecrisispod. We'll be back with another episode, hopefully without tech issues, tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Later. Bye.